The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It is true. I am here. And I'm really glad you are as well. Otherwise, be no reason to do this. You know what I mean? Right. Be stupid. Totally stupid. Coming to talk to myself the whole time. It'd be. I mean, I'd be here. I'd listen. Does that not matter? No. No, it wouldn't be worth it. That kind of hurts. You know. I'm not going to lie. So, okay. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three and at Pat Unleashed, if you'd like to tweet us. Um, are there more or are there less or is it about the same active mass shootings uh, than there ever have been? Kind of interesting. It's certainly, I think, to, even me, it feels like there's more. The number of active shooter situations recorded by the government remained steady in recent years until last year when it spiked, according to experts. Um, but they hope it was just an, an anomaly. But if it wasn't, the experts know exactly who's to blame for the uptick in active shooter inst- in incidents. Um, sensationalized media coverage. I wholeheartedly believe that. Between 2014 and 2016, the FBI recorded 20 active shooter incidents per year with 175 people murdered. But that number spiked to 30 documented incidents in 2017, with nearly 140 people murdered. The reason, according to the experts, excessive coverage in the mainstream media, and it's encouraging copycats. They also said inadequate and poorly enforced laws are behind the spike. The shooters get great satisfaction in doing this, and the media attention they get afterward puts them in a place of history. We're trying. We're also trying to use normal, rational thoughts to define an irrational act, which is why we focus on them so much. But we'll never understand why people like the Las Vegas gunmen do what they do, and uh, like this guy in uh, in the Houston area did this murderer. A professor at the State University of New York, who's an expert on mass incidents, told BuzzFeed copycat killers will only become more frequent in the future due to recent sensationalized media coverage of the Parkland and Las Vegas mass killings. With the amount of coverage Parkland received, you probably will see an uptick, she said. Copycatters are becoming a public safety issue. Wow. And that's why... Well, that's why we don't say the murderer's name. Don't want to give him that. We don't want to give him that uh, satisfaction. And it's it's especially important with this guy because he's still alive. Yeah. But the fact is, according to this study, um, when it comes to homicides, there's no evidence things are getting worse. It's true that things aren't like they were when we were kids, but that's a good thing, actually, when it comes to violence. There were far more homicides in the U.S. during the 80s and 90s than there are today. It doesn't feel like that. It doesn't seem like that. 
but it's definitely true. Things were even worse than that during the 1970s. In fact, the homicide rate in the U.S. was cut in half between 1991 and 2014. And while the homicide rate has inched up a little bit over the past two years, it's nowhere near what it was, you know, when we were kids. It's it's interesting how times when, you know, we had less responsibility and less stress, it just seems like they were carefree and uh, much more pleasant in virtually every way, but they weren't in every way. In response to the latest shooting, uh, well, in, in Florida... So this is apparently a few weeks old. Northeastern University released a preview of new research by James Allen Fox slated for publication. Shows that quite clearly there is no growing trend in school shootings. That's pretty interesting. Because, you know, again, feelings and perception aren't necessarily reality. Because of the uh, 24-hour cable channels giving nothing but news all the time, it just we, we hear about it so much more. But fortunately, uh, somebody is stepping to the forefront. Somebody with some power and wisdom and the ability to do something about this. Thank goodness for, yes, Sheila Jackson Lee. Her insight, her wisdom. I mean, her flat-out genius Wow, is impossible to hide. Yeah, that's... You know what? We'll go with genius. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was on the fence, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, when you genius. see this, you'll not be on the fence anymore. You're right. Uh, she went on CNN to talk about... Well, I'll, I'll let her tell you. <laughs> explain what she's talking about here. Here's Sheila Jackson Lee. I'm not suggesting uh, that we should not... Uh, recognize the Constitution, but let me speak to those who continuously tout the Second Amendment. The First Amendment is not without <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, Supreme Court definition <laughs> that if you cry fire in a crowded theater, crowd, crowd uh, that theater. is not protected by the First Amendment. And that hmm. means that if you take assault weapons and bump uh, and use bump uh, weapons, uh, bump, bump, uh, bump fixtures bump to fixtures. make an assault weapon and you kill uh, <laughs> hundreds of people, tens upon wow. tens of people, that's not protected by the Second Amendment. It should not no, be. No, that's true. That is true. Um, murder is not protected by the Second Amendment. Are you sure? I'm Are you positive. Sure about I'm this? pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. We'll look at the fine print, but I mean, you're touting the Second Amendment, and she yeah. said, "Don't do that." Right? She did. She did say that, and I could see why. And then she went on to talk about the First Amendment after she said it, she wanted to explain about the Second Amendment, and then she <laughs> talked about the First Amendment. She's good, but it it is not a constitutionally protected thing. To kill hundreds of people or tens and tens of people. That is not constitutionally protected. Sheila is right about that. Her wisdom is showing through here. But that's something the founders actually debated. uh, For for a long time. Long time, like that hot summer. Uh They were just like, all right, should we or should we not ban murder in this country? And then I believe it was Governor Morris who helped uh, James Madison write the Constitution. He stood up and he said, hey, look, this could be a really good way Uh to keep the population numbers down. What if we allow hundreds of people to be killed uh, or tens and tens of people to be murdered. I think that founding father you're referring to is called William Gates, and he went on to start like a computer company. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. <laughs> but I do know it was hotly debated. Sure was. In the hot summer of 1776. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, 
Wow, is that some amazing stuff. The Constitution doesn't protect killing hundreds of people with bump weapons, uh, uh, bump uh, uh, spatulas, uh, bump uh, things, uh, bump utensils, uh, bump bump fixtures. Fixtures. (laughs) How does she keep getting reelected? I've lived in her district. I know you uh, have, and uh, so you're partially responsible. That's not accurate Because obviously you were swayed by her wisdom and her genius, and you voted for her. Actively campaigned against her, as a matter (laughs) of fact. And we got about, what, uh, 20, (laughs) somewhere between 20 and 30% of the vote, the Republican guy that year? This much I will say about (laughs) Sheila Jackson Lee, though, is she will face the fire. I mean, she doesn't care if you are wildly against her. If the... If the group, if the gathering is 100% against Sheila Jackson Lee, she'll still show up and start babbling her nonsense. We did a a rally for rally for America. We did a rally for the troops. Uh You were still there then, right? I I predominantly organized that. Thank you very much. Yes. And we had (laughs) 20,000 people in downtown Houston. And uh, we didn't want it to be political, but Sheila Jackson Mm -hmm. Lee showed up. Yep. And... Every one of those people. After her staff despised told me, her. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's, she's washing she her come. hair she can't all be there. day. Can't be there. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, whatever. She shows up and she's there. And I'm like, well, if Sheila Jackson Lee wants to face these 20,000 people that can't stand her, let's let her have it. Mm-hmm. And she did. She yeah. spoke for a minute mm-hmm. and uh, she just didn't care. The, well, she had not a single supporter there. I think I think she got word. She had a staff member show up ahead of time and say, "Oh my gosh, there's a lot, a lot of, of people. people here, cameras and whatnot." Where there's a camera, there mm-hmm. will be Sheila Jackson Lee. Like, all right, well, I guess we'll go over there then. It's like a moth to a flame. Mm-hmm. Man, oh man. Um, and she yeah. she will face the music though. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So we've got this. Uh, continuing discussion about uh, what to do with our schools. Now, MSNBC's Katie Tour invited Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton on her show. And this is amazing how she tried to pin him down to how he's going to safety wrap our society. Um, Can you promise kids in Texas today that they're safe to go to school? Can I promise them? No. How do I make that promise? I can't promise my wife that she's going to be safe 100%. That nothing will happen to my wife and children. I don't know. Something could go wrong. We're trying. We're doing what we can. But can I promise you 100% with complete certitude that nothing is ever going to happen? I mean, that's ridiculous. Look, I can say we've got a long way to go. I don't think anybody can promise that at this point. I do think there's a lot that we can do. I I do think that this school was in the process of moving in that direction. They had they had resource officers there who that the the guy that you just talked about Mm -hmm. just might have saved many, many lives uh, by being there at the right time. I think they were also in the process of potentially training teachers and administrators. And I think that will be helpful in the future. And I think we need more schools that have on site. Uh, law enforcement or trained teachers that can that can respond quickly instead of having to wait you know a few minutes for first responders 
you know, we might end up losing a lot more kids. Yeah, I know we, we could have potentially lost a lot more kids, but we did lose eight kids and we lost two teachers as well. That school was hardened, that school had done drills, that school had two armed resource officers. What else are you proposing to keep kids safe? You can't tell them they're safe today. Well, no, I don't think there's any way to, to say that we're ever 100% safe. You've always got to be vigilant. I think they, were con they, I think they need to con continue to improve on their plan, which may be a use of technology, um, maybe controlling access mm. better, and mm -hmm. also actually getting those teachers trained. I don't think they had finished their implementation of their plan. So what they had done was commendable, and I think it did save lives. Uh, if you, we look at Sutherland Springs Church, there was nobody in that church with a gun. What saved some of those people was that somebody ran into the church after a while and, and, and shot the gunman and probably saved many, many lives. But I, again, I do we want lost to point out, though, people. maybe more people would have died. But I, I, I think it, it's I don't think you're intending to do this, but I do think it minimizes the eight lives that were lost and the two lives that no, were lost to say that, well, this, this person saved more lives. I, I do want to no, I, I want to play with you. One of the students, Paige Curry. Mm, and then she does. And then she starts in on. Uh, Attorney General Paxton, again. Is this just what we're living in now, 2018, where mm. we're the Attorney General of Texas, and I'm sure you're doing your very best, will we'll, we'll tell me on, on national news that we can't keep kids safe, that they're never going to be 100% safe? I mean, that to me just, I'm sorry, sir, but that's wild. Is it? Is it, Katie? Well, let me ask you this. Uh, what do you have in mind here to tell people with 100% certainty that they're absolutely safe and nothing is ever going to happen to them at school. What are you proposing? How do we do that? Help me out on that. Wow, this is just unbelievable. Well, so there's definitely more we can do. We've got a long way to go. We've, we haven't begun to do what we need to do. We have, we've, we've ignored mm. the problem. We've tried to deal with this through regulation, which... You know, somebody that wants to kill somebody is not going to follow a new gun law. We need to look at what the Israelis done. You know, in 1974, they had, uh, they had a, a similar situation where tw I think it was 22 kids died, 68 injured. And they've been able to lock their schools down since. We need to go to some model like that. It's you just know, I understand that. And, and I spent a lot of time in Tel Aviv. And I've been to a lot of schools in Tel Aviv. Oh, I've got, got stepkids who go to school okay. in Tel Aviv. And, okay. and you're right. Well, there are armed guards yeah. standing at the doors to Israeli schools. They are locked yeah. down. But, uh -huh. but again, this school had that. No, they didn't have armed guards standing at the door, Katie. No. They didn't. They were in the process of implementing, I think, greater plans than what, you, what you're Jeez. talking about. They weren't done. And, and look, I'm, I'm just asking what else can be done with two guys mm -hmm. holding guns. They had they had drills. What else are you proposing? Wow. I'm proposing that they finish their wow. plan, which was to, to arm teachers and administrators. You don't know what teacher might have been in a better place than one of those resource officers. It <laughs> may have been enough to save everybody. At least let's do the training Jeez. and let's do the best. Let's do better than we are now. Let's improve the situation. Let's, let's create a deterrent, first of all. That when a shooter's coming in, they know there's there, there's uh, armed people and they don't know who they are. That Maybe kid the was a student. Presumably, he he knew that there were two resource officers there. Mm -hmm. uh, attorney but general. It, but, but had there been but had there been Jeez. teachers, he may not have known which one, he would have. I mean, the patients likely here. not known which ones of them were armed, and he would have been. Uh, I wonder if that to, would have stopped defend. him. I wonder if that would have stopped him. Do you, Katie? Do you? Wow. I mean, what side of the issue are you on? What do you want me to say here, Katie? That. Uh, we're going to take the guns out of the hands of Americans. That's what we're going to do. We are going to repeal the Second Amendment, and we're going to confiscate 
every last weapon in the United States of America. Not just guns either, Katie, because people can be hurt with knives as we're seeing in England right now. We're going we're gonna to confiscate all guns and all sharp knives. The only thing that you will have as a kitchen utensil is a butter knife. Good luck cutting your steak with it, but it's worth it. It's worth it, Katie, because we're, we're going to confiscate everything. Is that, is that what you're looking for? I mean, that's the only thing that would have placated her on this. I, and, and even when you take every single weapon or anything that can be considered a weapon... It's still going to happen. I'm not going to feel... I can't promise the kids are going to be safe. Right. There's still bullies. There's still violence in the world. Jeez. I can't take it. I mean, look what they've done in Australia. They banned guns. They confiscated guns. And last week... They had their biggest mass murder, seven people, that they've had since they confiscated guns. Okay, well, they did what Katie Tour would love for us to do, and it still happened. So how do you guarantee with 100% certitude that it's never going to happen again? I mean, obviously, there's a lot of things we can do better. But everything that you propose, they don't want to hear unless it's confiscation of guns, unless it's banning assault weapons. AR-15s, whatever. They they don't they don't want to hear anything else. We're gonna arm teachers. Oh, you can't fight guns with more guns. Yeah, you can, and we've proven that multiple times. Uh, how about uh, metal detectors when you come through the doors? Oh, I don't want to go to school in a prison. No matter what you say, it's not right. It's not good enough. Speaking of guns, if you have one. At home for personal protection. Uh, You want to be as certain as you can that you're able to use it and you're able to use it effectively. How do you do that? Well, iTarget Pro has revolutionized firearm training because now you can do it in the comfort and privacy of your own home without buying a whole bunch of ammunition, which gets really expensive. That stuff costs a lot of money. And without range fees and the gas driving to and from the range iTarget Pro uses your gun so you can become proficient with it in your house and a smartphone with their app. Then there's a laser in place of the bullet so you're not shooting bullets through your walls. And the laser detects exactly where your shots are landing on the target. Such a great system. It's really cool. So now you can practice your home defense where it matters most in your home. Testing different angles, maximizing your advantage, and most importantly, you do it all with your own firearm that you can get used to and know it really well. And right now, if you order this today, iTarget Pro uh, system at iTargetPro.com, you'll save 10% if you use the offer code PAT. Save money, save time, and get proficient at using your weapon. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Offer code PAT, iTargetPro.com. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Hey, this is fun. Regular gas 
hit $5 a gallon at at least one station in New York City. Five bucks a gallon. <sighs> I I haven't seen any around us that are even at three bucks a gallon yet. Have you? Mm-mm. 260, it's, 270, 280. Yeah, it's in that range here. Um, a mobile station on 11th Avenue in Hell's Kitchen has raised its prices to four ninety nine 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 a gallon, which is obviously five dollars a gallon. So stupid. Now that's well above the the average price of all the stations in New York City. Three eighteen a gallon. How are you asking five bucks a gallon for it? Across the river in New Jersey, the statewide average is three dollars a gallon. Uh, so. I don't know if this is an indication of what's to come this summer. I hope not, but wow. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, we got some good news. Uh, this morning, Stephen Moore was on with the Morning Blaze telling Doc Thompson that uh, the shale is really kicking back up uh, here mm. in the United States. And he said, give it about six months, which, of course, is the end of summer, right. ironically. But uh, he said, give it about six months. And um, a couple things. Uh, the United States will be the world's uh, leading producer of... Uh, Petroleum, and yeah. uh, also um, the gas price is going to go way down uh, based on this uh, glut that we're going to have in about six months. So I love that. We'll see. See, we're not dependent anymore um, because of the advances get extracting the oil from shale and and the you know hydraulic uh, the uh, uh, yeah what's fracking it? fracking mm-hmm. <laughs> yes hydraulic fracking and all of that stuff that we didn't. We weren't proficient at before. Now they've pretty well perfected it, and it's going to save us. So we're no longer reliant on Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and and them deciding. Well, maybe we'll increase our the, the supply, and eh, maybe we won't. Yeah, that's the other thing, Stephen. What was saying? Hey, you know, uh, Saudi Arabia uh, has really uh, cut back on their uh, on on what they're releasing, and mm. and he said in about six months it's not going to matter what they do based on what we have here. And see, that's. That's great. That's brilliant. That's that's independence. Mm-hmm. That's oil independence, which is what we need. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, Al Green. He's a Democrat in Texas, and he says if they take back the House, the Democrats, the first thing they're going to do, one of the first things they'll do is impeach Trump. You know that's coming. You know that's coming. And the president has been tweeting about it. Hey, if Democrats win back the House. I'll be impeached. (laughs) I can't imagine any president saying that or tweeting that except for this one. And he has. And it's been confirmed by Al Green. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. Okay. He said there's a good likelihood there will be articles of impeachment brought against him. Uh, Here's a point that I think is salient and one that ought to be referenced. Every member of the House has the opportunity to bring up impeachment. Yeah, so good for you. That's really, that's wonderful. Uh, and if that's what you want to waste your time on, go for it and keep talking about it because I think that's going to, I think they're in for a loss mm-hmm. in November. I don't think they're going to win back the house. I shouldn't be saying that because I've been wrong so many times on elections in the last five or six years. Jeez. I was wrong on the Romney thing. I was wrong on the Trump thing. And, but it just feels like they don't, they don't take back the house to me. You think they do? I don't think they do. No. Uh, right now, gun to my head, uh, they keep the House and uh, Senate. And the uh, Senate? Ugh. 
I don't know. I have to look at the Senate's numbers. Senate's pretty close. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that it's such a it, it favors Republicans because there's so many Democratic seats that are up. Yeah. Uh, this this term. That's so true. They'll yeah, probably true. end up just barely holding on to both. That's kind of what I think is going to happen, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Much to discuss, and uh, we will get to all of it, including our discussion on. Uh, we'll have the discussion here too. I think on the. Uh, scouting event that's coming up <laughs> involving condoms <laughs> wow oh more pack ran leashed <laughs> on the way pat gray the Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. That guy's a hothead, that Glenn Beck. Wow, did you hear him hollering about stuff? Calm down. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. You need to put a hat on. Wow. Keep a lid on that. <laughs> I don't know if you have any in particular come to mind. Anyway. By the by the way, fill it in for uh, Glenn all this week Yeah, on the Glenn Beck Radio Program. Be sure to join me then as well. How's your energy level considering you're an hour? I am the energizer bunny, man. I, can, uh, I just keep going. Every day I this week. I just keep going. Two shows. Well, and then... Three shows. And then TV. Good Great. grief, man. Yeah, so don't forget TV. That's a lot of Pat it's, Gray. It's a lot. It's a lot. And you're but just, you're all bright-eyed and bushy tail. I, I think the deal is people just can't get enough of me. I think that's you know what I mean? probably the deal. <laughs> I think that's I think exactly that's, what it is. That's the thing. They're clamoring for more. And, and even the three shows I'm doing today, it's not enough. They're asking for more. You know, 50 Shades of Grey. It's 50 hours of Grey this yeah. week on The Blaze. So. Can't, you, can't you figure out some kind of prime time special to do as well this week? Don't, that's what they're asking for. Don't that's tempt what them, for. man. <laughs> they will be in here during the break, standing right there at the door going, You hey, mentioned a primetime show? Yeah. Great okay. idea, what do you, Pat. What do you want to do? We're writing it right now. <laughs> Don't tempt them, man. That's uh, true. 888 Neil in Arizona. You're on the blaze. How you doing, folks? Uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm listening to these, these people about the gun control and the schools. i got to remind everybody about Northridge Jewish Community Center, where an American Nazi with an Uzi shot a whole bunch of kids up. I happened to be passing by and didn't know that he was shooting the place 100 yards away. Uh, I had a rifle in my car, but the idea is I didn't know I could have helped stop it. They disarmed the uh, guard the day before, took his revolver away. We did not want uh, guns on the schoolyard, they said. Well, after that incident, all the um, Jewish, all over the country, Jewish uh, schools started arming themselves, arming teachers and training, hiring off-duty Gentile police officers because they could work different hours because of the uh, days and, and time that they had to get involved in securing the buildings. They armored the buildings. They uh, uh, heightened the fence because, like in L.A., the kids were throwing guns over the fence to the gang members instead of going through the metal detectors. So the whole idea that they decided that they were going to stop a terrorist attack of any kind before 
they could get to, through the door. They were going to stop it with uh, armed people, including teachers. Mm-hmm. Now, what we're looking at all over the world is armed civilians, ISIS. I remember the uh, IRA and all the other communist groups that uh, did uh, bombings and shootings all over the world. Uh, the people that were murdered in Rwanda because the blue hats, they couldn't stop it because we weren't allowed to shoot the bad guys, murdering people with machetes. We're looking at a time where we have to defend our children and ourselves. We have mm-hmm. to teach our def- uh, defense to our children. And why? I, I recommend looking at Maxine Waters' uh, talk to the uh, news after the riots. She's another one that has cranial blockage, excuse me, rectal blockage because of cranial insertion. She said that after the gangs stole guns, over 30,000 during the riots, that they could turn them in without any uh, uh, criminal uh, uh, procedures. She said they should keep the guns under the Second Amendment. She actually said that on air. Mm. Jeez. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Neil. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 933 Yeah, I mean, we'd love to. We'd love to make the society completely safe. You'd love to. Um, I'm open to suggestions on how you do that. How do you completely safety wrap our society? I mean, I'd love to teach the world to sing, too, in perfect harmony. I'd like to buy the world of Coke and keep it company. But, uh, but I can't, because that's, that's a lot of Coke. And uh, <laughs> well, getting everybody in the world one would, would be somewhat pricey. You know, right. 7.6 billion Cokes. What's that going to set you back? I mean, I don't know. It depends on how, you know, many ounces, I guess. A lot of snorting, but everybody would be happy. <laughs> I'm thinking of Coca-Cola. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I should have known that. Georgia boy should have totally yeah. picked up on that one. Yeah. You probably should have. My bad. Uh, John in New York, you're on the blaze. <clears throat> Hi, Pat. I'm hey. uh, calling back again. Good to talk to you. You too. I have two suggestions that uh, Attorney General Paxton could have given to Ms. Tour. Okay. The first one is kind of facetious, but why not have everybody walk around naked? <laughs> All right? I mean, let's huh. take the clothes mm-hmm. away. And, and, sure. and you could be pretty sure. Have one resource <laughs> officer true. At, at the school who's used to searching prisoners uh-huh. in case there's any doubt that that nude person may be secreting a weapon. <laughs> Uh, that's one. Uh, okay. My second solution is a little more uh, serious yeah. in that we, you know, again, we have to look to Israel, who's dealt with this threat longer than we have. Um, Netanyahu predicted the World Trade Center 10 years before it happened. Yeah. And uh, what the Israelis did, if you remember, whenever a place was bombed or the site of a terrorist attack, their cleanup was done within 24 hours. If you went by the pizzeria that was blown up and you went there the next day, you'd never know it was blown up. It was completely rebuilt. And they didn't give a mm. blow-by-blow account of it for weeks on end. Yeah. Three of our most yeah. recent school shooters have both verbally or through their actions emulated past school shooters. Mm-hmm. And we have to come to the realization also that since 95% of these school shootings are done by other students, we have to save our children, but we have to save them from our children. There's something dreadfully wrong going on in the psyche of teenage kids. Uh, Yes. Thanks for the call, John. That's exactly what I've been saying is that there's a problem with our kids. There's definitely a problem. They're desensitized to human life. How did that happen? I, I'm not sure. 
I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe they've maybe it's because they haven't been taught to handle any sort of adversity. Uh, maybe it's because we've shown them the example that we don't value human life by allowing 60 million abortions since 1960, 1973. Uh, maybe it's violent video games, violent movies. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of all of the above. But yeah, there's something wrong with this generation, it seems. They are, you're right, they're the ones who are doing the shooting. Which is why it was so ironic to me that David Hogg and the rest of the Parkland activists were talking uh, so derisively about our generation. Your generation is this. Your generation is that. Our generation has to fix this. Wait a minute. Your generation is the problem. Your generation is the one that's killing your generation. In almost every single case. So... Why don't we deal with that problem? But I like the suggestion of nudity. Um, I'm not sure I'd want to see it, Hmm. you know, but but, uh, I will tell you it's hard to hide a weapon when you're totally and completely nude. In completely unrelated news, um, Mm -hmm. at Jeffy MRA has decided he wants to volunteer at our local schools. (laughs) (laughs) I heard... I heard somewhere. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's just, That's he's, completely unrelated, yeah, though. Yeah, he's got he the volunteer He didn't spirit. know about the nudity clause, so that's <laughs> no, great for him. That's good. Completely good. unrelated. I'm not sure you'd like what you see, <laughs> necessarily, what? in every case. Yeah, okay. I mean, that you're getting a mixed bag there. <laughs> but it would be safer. <laughs> it would be safer. You know, uh, somebody just suggested yesterday, I saw, I forget who it was, uh, no more trench coats. That seems like a pretty easy fix. Trench coats were used at Columbine. Trench coat was used at Santa Fe. Uh, it's a great way to to hide your weapons until you're ready to use them. Um, but I, I don't understand why you can't do the metal detectors at the door. You just come through a metal detector. And you have a guard where there is a metal detector. And you have limited entrance into the building. You come in one direction, and that's it. And then it's locked down after that. I I don't know. There there are things we can do that do make sense. And and every time you suggest anything that's not gun control, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear about uh, mental health issues. They don't want to hear about anything that's wrong with our kids that that allows them to to just be able to indiscriminately kill their fellow students. I mean, I, I don't care how much you're bullied. It's just not normal to go into the school and kill the bullies. It's just not normal. So something's radically wrong there. And we got to fix it. Or it will keep happening. Well, how do you 100% guarantee that this isn't going to happen again? Uh, you can't. You can't. There's just no way to do that. And if uh, the Katie Tours of the world can't accept that, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's, that's reality. You just can't guarantee it. Uh, 888-933-93. Also, uh, coming up, we got to get into the uh, Kendrick Lamar situation. Oof. We actually have the video, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... It's the, it's the other version. The one that... Uh, the, the 
The Pat Gray Unleashed version. Okay. Because we're not gonna <clears throat> we're not gonna help Kendrick Lamar out yeah. by by bleeping the N word. Uh, he wrote it, so it must be okay to say it. It's not against FCC regulations. It is uh, not an actual swear word. You can say the word, except for you can't somehow. Somehow that is the most non-utterable word in probably the English language, unless you're black. Yeah. Unless you're a rapper. Then, by golly, you can use it every every other word if you want to. It's amazing. And it's it's ludicrous. And I, I, I just want to show the insanity of it. Um, there is some backlash, I guess, mounting. Uh, and some are calling this set up. Because I think it's happened before, according to some tweets I was looking at earlier. But we'll we'll get into that uh, Kendrick Lamar situation uh, coming up in just a few minutes. And um, also, we may delve into the uh, Bill Gates population control situation as well. Uh, Bill Gates is a big population control guy. I don't know if if you know that. Well, he just wants to get rid of all the people who don't buy PC who buy Macs. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. his idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Can't blame him for that. No, that's true. I mean, if they're not buying his products, why well, he wouldn't have any time for them, right? Well, what good are Why they? should they be on earth? Exactly. They shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 888-900-3393. Um, let me tell you about a product that I finally discovered a few months ago that I, I really like a lot. I love it. And uh, I think it's pretty obvious that I'm not a health food guy. Um, and I'm, I'm definitely not a big vegetable eater. They don't call me Mr. Vegetables. That's, I've never been accused of that. No. In fact, the only vegetables I ever get are potatoes, which technically are a, are a vegetable, are they right? It's not a fruit. Okay. Corn. corn. I eat corn. Okay. And uh, is there another one? Mm. I actually kind of like asparagus mm. if it's grilled. Brussels and sprouts? you put a bunch of uh, uh, sauce on it. Brussels sprouts? No. Oh, they're so good. Oh, no. They're good when they're cooked right. No. No, they are. No. And potatoes aren't a vegetable. They're technically so. a tuber. They're a root potatoes root. aren't a vegetable? Take that off your list of I guess I'll take that vegetables. off my list. Because yeah. to me, potatoes were a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> In the world of Pat Gray, potatoes are definitely a vegetable. I don't have to worry about that anymore because I take Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, you just take one scoop, and every scoop gives you a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables that are pre and probiotic, boost your immune system, have antioxidant power, and it's actual real food. So you get vegetables in your diet that actually taste good. You put one scoop in eight ounces of water or your favorite shake or smoothie. It's that easy, and it tastes great. It sweetens your drink. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. I think you're going to like it. Gives you more energy. You just feel better knowing that you're getting some vitamins and and minerals in your diet. And you'll get 10% off a month's supply if you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. As we're joined now by Brad Stegs. Well, I, just wanted, I wanted to add something to that because it was a couple of weeks ago. I started feeling like I was coming down with something. And I've, I've been taking uh, uh, Field of Greens uh, every day for Oh, have you? A few weeks. Okay. And I swear that it knocked it out 
It, it, it didn't knock out the cold. I it, my cold never went full blown, and mm-hmm. I swear it's just oh, because nice. I was eating right, and okay. that was a big part Look of it. You. I, yeah, nice. I don't know. And if it if it didn't, if that wasn't what did it, I don't know what did. But they don't call you Mister Vegetable uh, either. They, do they don't. <laughs> no, they call me a lot of other things, but yeah. not Mister Vegetable. Oh, in this room, we call you all kinds. I've of things. heard, and, and that's, you have to bleep most of them out. Yeah, according to the FCC. I haven't. We haven't called you Mister Vegetable, but I think Keith has called you a vegetable. Uh-huh. He, he thinks that you're a vegetable. I've been called worse. By better, like in a vegetative state. That happens. Like, yeah, that happens a he lot. He was insinuating that you're you're stupid. <laughs> I I don't think there Isn't was any insinuation. Kind of it was more of a direct. Yeah. Hold on, uh, hold on, hold on, pretty hold much on. direct. I do recall it. the conversation, Pat. Uh-huh. But I was uh-huh. talking about Jeffy. Oh, okay, that's okay. right. People confuse right. us a lot. Actually, I was in <laughs> Chicago over the weekend. No one confused me with Jeffy, but there are a couple of people that did do the hey, how's the earwax? Oh, you know, man. It's like, hey, thank you. Thank you so Isn't much. Isn't that fun to be associated with the earwax well, guy? And, and then someone said, okay, so, you know, you've got to get out there. You've got to sell this this product for, you know, that helps uh-huh. people get rid of their earwax. And Did you squirt it with the supple bottle? If I'd had it, I would have, okay. right between the eyes. All right. Right between the eyes. And I said, it doesn't really, it doesn't really feel like selling something to anybody mm-hmm. because that's, I never feel that's what I'm doing. It sells itself. It really does. You just tell mm-hmm. a few stories about how the thing works. Mm-hmm. In, in yeah. any given instance, if, if something doesn't work, I, I you know as well as I do, we don't, we don't accept it as a, as a client. Right. I mean, I couldn't sit here and talk about something that doesn't work. That's why we're conscience. not promoting the Flex Seal family of products, because we tested it. It didn't work. Did it ever come out so, of the carpet? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just, tried, Genesis 950. I just try not to look at it. Awesome. Well, <laughs> and the Genesis 9, there you go. That's another. But with WaxRx, oh. oh, yeah. see how we slipped that in uh-huh. there, too? Uh-huh. But with WaxRx, it's one of those things where you're not going to, okay, you're not going to go today. I mean, I've got an earache. I've got to get that, and I'm going to buy it today, because it's going to take three or four days to get to your house. But- if you think about it today and you go ahead and order it, it's going to be one of those things on your shelf, like the Genesis uh, the Genesis cleaning product, that's going to be there when you need it. Mm-hmm. When you have that earache, when you have that full fit, whatever, and you go, oh, I ordered it, I've got it in here, I'm going to use it. Whoa, it works. I'm glad I did that. So I'm not saying get it today because your ear is feeling weird today. I'm saying the next time you're thinking about it, go online to usewaxrx.com, use the promo code radio, you get the free standard shipping, and have it at your house because it works. That is is not selling something. That's just telling you about something. Just remember, though, it's the field of greens goes mm-hmm. in your coffee. Or goes in right, your right. Don't put that not, in your ear. Not the Wax RX. Right. Use Wax RX. Not in your ears with that. Okay. Dot com. Keep them straight. Yeah. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Condoms at the World Scouting Jamboree. The host countries are required by the World Scout Committee to hand them out to the participants at the World Scouting Jamboree. Why? Who are they potentially having sex with? Desta, you know, I think it seems like a natural question (laughs) for the Boy Scouts. Uh, excuse me, you're you're handing out condoms at your jamboree? Why? There's no girls there, so 
there other plans going on? What's happening exactly? Mm. <laughs> you making them into balloons? Yes, that's what, yeah, what are you? Okay. What else could you use them for? Is it a little scout project? Maybe it's an eagle project to make condoms into balloons? Fill them with helium? Release them into the atmosphere? Hmm. It's not environmentally friendly. Doesn't sound like it. It doesn't. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. For the first time, a world jamboree will be hosted by three national scout organizations, Scouts Canada, Association of Scouts in, in Mexico, and the Boy Scouts of America. These three distinct cultures will join together to host the World Scouting Community in a celebration of cultural exchange, mutual understanding, peace, and friendship, and sex? What are they exchanging? Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> But it's all happening, uh, taking place with condoms. Commenting on the policy, John Stemberger, uh, who is of the, uh, the president of the Florida Family Policy Council, wrote, it's just not clear how far down the rabbit hole the Boy Scouts will continue to fall with the addition of condoms and alcohol. Are they also has serving alcohol at this event? Wait, what is happening? The World Jamboree is starting to sound more like a 1960s Woodstock festival. <laughs> yeah, it is. Rather than a campout that parents would want to send their children to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man. Oh, boy. Now, Stemberger maybe has an ulterior motive here because he's chairman of the board for Trail Life USA, which is okay. an alternative to the Scouts. Uh-huh. That's Okay. And he says they continue to abide by the Boy Scout motto, on my honor, I will do my best to do my duty to God and my country and obey the Scout law to help other people at all times, keep myself physically strong, mentally awake, and morally straight. Now, is that still the Boy Scout motto or not? And if they've caved into all this other pressure, you would think they would also cave in to atheist pressure not to include God in their Scout motto. Because that's got to be offending somebody. Stenberger said the recent developments should be deeply disturbing to the churches that are chartering Boy Scout troops. Mm. And they are. His policies present a clear youth protection problem that the BSA absolutely refuses to recognize. The fact that they're requiring that condoms be readily, readily accessible and are communicating this to everyone, including youth participants, shows that the BSA is both anticipating and facilitating sexu- sexual conduct between minors at this event. That, phew, that's outrageous. That's outrageous. But the World Scout com- Committee is demanding that host nations ensure that condoms are readily and easily accessible for all participants and IST staff at a number of locations on the site. Mm. Heads of contingent must be informed in advance and made aware of their responsibility in communicating this this policy to their participants, unit leaders, contingent staff, and IST in an appropriate way. How wonderful. Uh, The council statement said the organization, the Boy Scouts of America, is now genderless. Wow. Wow. Now, the Girl Scouts are not happy about this at all because now they've got competition from the Boy Scouts. Before, Girl Scouts weren't, weren't able to be part of the Boy Scouts because it was, well, Boy Scouts. <laughs> and then there was an organization called 
Girl Scouts. I just, I can't follow that. What now? Uh, it's confusing, right? Do this again. because. But who's supposed I, to be in those organizations? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and now, because I, I was I was told when we were talking about this on Glenn's show, that, well, girls didn't have access to certain programs boys, the Boy Scouts uh, well, do. Title nine me, why don't you? Well... That's not the responsibility of the Boy Scouts to fix that. That's a responsibility of the Girl Scouts to provide those. You know, if, the, if girls want a shot at becoming Eagle Scouts, then make an Eagle Scout program in the Girl Scouts. But no, instead, Boy Scouts of America caved and uh, a lot of girls in there too, and now condoms at their big jamboree. <laughs> wow. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. So, Friday, Solo, a Star Wars story, debuts in theaters. This coming Friday, it's time. Is anybody really looking forward to this, though? I've heard so many bad things about it, I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, I thought when I first saw the last installment of Star Wars, it was called, uh, well, Last Jedi, right? Isn't that what it was? Yeah. Uh, I liked it when I first saw it. And then I rewatched it recently, if just a few weeks ago at home. And I hated it. Really? Hated it. Oh, God, come on. Now hang on. And Luke have to be... Hang on. <sighs> okay, I know what you're I don't saying. I like what they did with him. I got it. But are you talking about his attitude? Or are yes. You talk- okay, okay. Because yes. the, little, the little hologram thing that he pulled in that? Yeah. That actually, um, when people said on Twitter they were going after the writer or whatever and saying, you know, you can't make up stuff or whatever... He uh, he showed in like this Jedi handbook, this old book, yeah. that power that you can't have. No, so, yeah. Anyway, so I know you can that do that. That was quelled, but you, you think about his attitude. I agree yes. completely. I mean, through the whole movie, he's just this douche. You know who he was? He was Mark Hamill tweeting. Yes, that's what he was. Yeah, unfortunately, just an he angry, wasn't Luke. angry old man now. Yeah, and I I didn't want to see Luke as an angry old man. Mm-hmm. I wanted Luke as a hero. Yeah, I wanted Luke as the you know optimistic guy who goes and saves the day. <laughs> I, I can't believe he never left that rock. He never left that planet. Go with her and go save the day. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Uh, so that, it just. So as my kids have fallen in love with the Star Wars um, movies, mm-hmm. they have seen the hero, young Luke Skywalker, you know, Mr. Positive and mm-hmm. save the day. Yep. Look what happens, kids. Look what happens. You, you, you morph into a, a grizzled, old, angry man like David Letterman. Or Keith Malinak. Right. So, I mean. I mean, you might as well have featured David Letterman instead of instead of Luke Skywalker there. Because mm. <laughs> he was the same character. Yeah. He was not it's, the Luke of old. Irritating. Plus, these new characters from this new batch, I just don't care about them that much. I, I haven't connected with them. Yeah. I like, I have to like, remember their names. On. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know their like, names. I, exactly. I'll sit in the movie. I, I go, couldn't tell who you who they guy? are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you the name of the girl, the guy, or the other guy. I don't know. Whatever. It's it just, it's so, 
It's not the same. It lost the magic to me. It just lost its magic. They're good movies. They're just not epics. You yeah, know? they're okay, I guess. I mean, I loved the original three so much mm-hmm. that you give them all the benefit of a doubt you could possibly muster. Yeah. And then it, it, at some point, you just have to realize these aren't good movies. <laughs> it's just not a good story. Yeah, I, I, I agree I don't with you know. on the story. Not, not good story. <clears throat> yeah. But. I, and now with Solo, it, we've heard so many things about it that it's it, the production went so far off the rails that they had to shut down production, fire the directors, and bring in Ron Howard to try to fix it. So that's that's what they did. Um, and the movie wound up costing more than $250 million. Ooh. Now, you know it's going to make more than that, I would think. But uh, $250 million, that's a... Oof, that's a lot to have to make up. Howard says, I didn't witness any of the difficulties or where the disconnect was, but the one thing I could bring to the production was objectivity. I saw it as an opportunity. So, Solo is the fourth movie in Disney's revamped franchise to creatively malfunction. Director Josh Trank exiled a still-unmade Boba Fett spinoff in 2015, so they're going to make one from Boba Fett, who is the, he's the uh, bounty hunter, mm-hmm. right? They're going to do a film on him? Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Oscar-nominated filmmaker Tony Gilroy was brought in to save 2016's Rogue One, a Star Wars movie, story. Uh, Gareth Edwards' efforts missed the mark. Jurassic World director uh, Colin Trevorrow was originally hired to direct the next Star Wars movie, Episode Nine, in 2019, and he was shown the door. So that's a lot of stuff going wrong for these series and the spinoffs. But again, I, I love the original three so much, I still have hope for Solo. Even though I don't like this actor they have, because he didn't look anything like Harrison Ford. No, and then there's that... There's a kid that actually looks and has the mannerisms like him that they didn't use. I don't understand. People were circulating this on Twitter oh, a while back. Who was the guy that they were? I, I don't think I saw that, but that would have been great. Yeah, I'll find it because you will see. I wonder why they went with the other guy. Was he just a better actor or what? I, I, not from the not from the trailer. <laughs> yeah, I know. The trailer oh. doesn't bode well. So they, they stick in Chewbacca because, you know, he's... Solo's friend, and they think I, I think they believe that's just going to carry the movie. Just if they can just stick in enough of the original characters, maybe we'll get by and we'll make another billion dollars with a crappy movie. I don't know if that's the mindset now, but uh, it's kind of disturbing. But anyway, Solo, a Star Wars story. How soon till you're going to go in uh, Friday? What, you are going to go on Friday? I don't know. Probably. I mean, will you will you not go first weekend or? No, I've got plans really? this weekend. Do you? Yeah. What are you going to be doing? What do you got going? I I haven't got my invitation yet. Well, so. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I'm going. To not the, even it's in the mail. Well, I mean, sorry. Who sends invitations so, wow. in the mail? Huh. Uh, going to the Rangers game. Okay. One day. All right. That's one of the three days. Sounds exciting. And then the other two, I'll be um, mm-hmm. 
doing something else. Something else. That, doing something else. Yeah, probably uh, mowing the lawn. So All right. there you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, we also have this controversy about uh, Kendrick Lamar and his concert. There's some fan backlash. Uh, a lot of people are starting to say that this was set up because I think he's done it before. According to tweets I saw, uh, he does this every single concert. Headlining the final night of the Hangout Festival in Gulf Shores, Alabama on Sunday, when he invited a white concert goer named Delaney on stage to sing his song Mad City alongside him. Uh, Here's what happened. Take a peek. Are you ready? You ready? What's your name? Okay, there she is, Delaney. Having a, having a good time, looking good atmosphere. Uh, yep. She said, "Well, we started that." She's a white girl. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. She's white. Oh boy. I told you, every whitey. Time. Swear I got you. Okay, so the crowd's with her. Arusi Cliffs. Oh, I got along. They probably got me down by the end of the song. Seems like the whole city go against me. Every time I'm in the street, I hear yak, 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 Now the crowd is booing. Some swear words being uttered. Oh no. My boy Rohan kind of knew the rules a little bit. Will's just really cool, bro. You have to work. You gotta bleep one single word, though. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I do it? Yeah, you did it. You gotta bleep one word. Oh my god. Should she stay up here, y'all? Why? They're your lyrics, man. So All right. So we got it. Yeah, uh, and it kills the mood then. Then hey, she's just like, oh, yeah. I'll sing it. Okay. And then he cuts it off. He's like, no, nah, no. Nah. The crowd turns against her. They start booing her off stage. And he's like, all right, we're done. So the white fan can't say the N-word that uh, Kendrick Lamar wrote for the song over and over and over and over and over and over again. So be, it, I guess if it was a black girl on stage, she could have said the N-word over and over. Huh. Wait a minute. Why do I? In she should have asked. Why? Why do I have to bleep that word? You didn't. You you wrote it. That's what she said. I sang what you I, wrote. I sang what you wrote. Why'd you write it if you don't want people saying or singing it, or rapping it, or whatever you call this? <laughs> well, they did a poll. Uh, do you think Kendrick Lamar invited a white fan on stage to sing a song that includes the N-word as a publicity stunt? 94% said yes. 6% no. Almost everybody believes it's a publicity stunt. Um, fans reacted online. This is an obvious attempt by Kendrick Lamar and most likely his record label to stir the pot. Somebody else wrote, yeah, how much more hatred has been generated by this little stunt? True. 
somebody else wrote, I lost mad respect for my top five rapper. You can't pick and choose who says that word when you say it in your music and you have all your friends fans singing it. Yeah, that was a setup. So I, I kind of think it was a setup. And uh, somebody tweeted out that he does this every single night. He does it every time. Mm. If that's true, obviously, obviously it's a setup. Man down, where are you from, my N-word? F, who you know, where are you from, my N-word? Where your grandma stay, huh, my N-word? Wait a minute, why did you bring my grandma into this? What does that have to do with anything? I don't think we're hip enough to understand that lingo. Wait, where my grandma stay? Someone, what do you mean? Someone earlier told me that meant like... <laughs> what does that mean? You, where you grew up or something? I don't know. Then just Wait, ask me where I grew where up. Where your grandma stay something, means where you oh, grew up? Don't make me Urban Dictionary something what are you talking I don't about? care about. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where your... Where your grandma stay oh, here we go. in really <laughs> hip urban language means not where my grandma stay? Because my... My grandma stay in the ground or, you know, in heaven. Mm. Both of them. So why did you bring that up? That my grandma's dead. Yeah, really. Why would you? Now you've really made me sad. Now you've hurt me. Reminding me that both my grandmas have been gone for a long time. So when, when, you, when you Google. Where your grandma stay? You know, all you get are Kendrick Lamar lyrics. And ah, one, of these, one of these uh, entries does say. Uh, it's like, where are you from? So. <laughs> so where your grandma stay means where are you from? Why don't you just say where are you from? Yeah, I mean, five syllables compared to three? Uh-huh. Where are you from? Where are you from? Where are your grandma stay? No, it doesn't make any sense. I what do you mean so where my grandma stay? I old and white. My grandmas yet. are dead. Why? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> so why won't you answer the question, Pat? Where uh, your grandma stay? She's in heaven. They stay in heaven, both of them. Okay. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. So I mean, but hold on, Those, the, the, we are in the wrong business. Mm-hmm. This man is much more wealthy than both of us combined, mm-hmm. and he writes lyrics like this. I know, and We're, then he gets to ridicule people for singing them. Yeah, it's crazy. Where your grandma stay? Where your Where your grandma stay? <sighs> I don't know. Okay, good stuff there. I mean, there's so many poignant lyrics here. And by the way, Kendrick Lamar mm-hmm. won a Pulitzer Prize for music. Uh, wow. For and- lyrics like this, brace yourself, I'll take you on a trip down memory lane. <laughs> this is not a rap on how I'm slinging crack or move cocaine. This is cul-de-sac and plenty cognac and major pain. Not the drill sergeant, but the stress that weighing on your brain. Mm. It was me, Oboog, and Yaya, YG, Lucky Ride Down, Rosecrans. It got ugly, waving your hand out the window, check yourself, uh, Warriors and Conans. Hope euphoria can slow down, can slow dance with society, the driver's seat, the first one to get killed. Okay. Did you learn how to rap like that on the mean streets of Helena? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, pretty obvious, wasn't it? Do you remember? Do you remember? <laughs> yes, it came naturally for you, obviously. Do you remember a few weeks ago we were talking about um, uh, top 40 hits by the band U2? Yes. And, and they, they qualified uh, for their latest one. It was a song with Kendrick Lamar, which is, of oh, course, a golly. shining moment for the band.
Oof, man. <laughs> I guess that's a way to stay relevant, though, right? When you've got an aging fan base and you want to add the hip factor, you got to go with somebody like this. I don't care for the way you just described me. Uh-huh. Aging fan base. Sorry. That is you, my friend. Losing weight, keeping it off can be a struggle. And once you hit a certain age, it's even a bigger struggle. And I, you don't want to lose those extra pounds, but it feels like you just, you're shoveling sand and you're getting nowhere. This is where Riduzone can help. With proper nutrition, diet, and exercise, Riduzone will help you lose weight. And much more difficult, it'll help you keep those pounds from coming back. Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement. It's They took the good stuff in olive oil and created a patented product containing OEA, and OEA has been proven to, to boost your metabol- metabolism while it reduces your appetite. So you're not thinking about you're not thinking about eating ice cream all day. You're not thinking about eh, I'm just going to grab a candy bar because I'm starving. It curbs that so that you have the willpower to keep that weight off, and that's really important when you hit a certain age. It's time to try Riduzone. Order it today. Enter the promo code Pat. And you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT, for 30% off a three-month supply. It's time to make it happen. Let Riduzone help you get over that hump. Riduzone.com, promo code PAT, for 30% off a three-month supply. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-933-93. So we took a quick survey of yeah. where your grandmas stay. Yeah, so uh, so Ron's grandma, uh, apparently with yours, uh, mm. in heaven. Oh boy. Both of them? Uh, yeah. Because we all have two grandmas. Okay. Don't Both com- of them. Don't comp- Just like mine. Please okay. Don't com- heaven? Uh, Steven's uh, grandma stay in a retirement home? Oh no. Yeah. Which one? Both of them? Or just one? Don't complicate this. Okay. And uh, Taylor's grandma stay um, in uh, Del Rio, Texas, down near the border. Del Rio. So uh, Okay. That's the best place probably for where a grandma stay. Probably. And uh, doesn't that mean, though, that's where they grew up? So I, now I'm totally confused. So I guess Steven grew up in a retirement home. Where are your grandma stay? Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. <laughs> that's right, where I well. grew up. Oh, my gosh. That matches up perfectly. It sure does. It sure, sure does. Kendrick Lamar, you are a poet. Oh, he's a genius, man. And a Pulitzer Prize winner for his wonderful music. Wonderful. (laughs) Great. All right. Uh, (laughs) 888-900-3393. Marco Rubio speaking out about uh, Colin Kaepernick. Uh, This this is great. Uh, He doesn't care if he gets skewered for his opinion. He apparently told TMZ, uh, Colin Kaepernick, uh, I guess, should be employed in the NFL. Here he is. Senator, knowing football like you know it, right? They just came out with a thing today with Colin Kaepernick saying that the owners knew that he, most of them said that he was a starting quarterback. So it was like they kind of colluded against him to um, bring him in the league. You know, your thoughts on that? 
Well, I don't know what the owners did. I think uh, he certainly, what is it, 64 backup quarter, 64 quarterbacks in the NFL? There aren't 63 people better than him. Right. So um, that's a good question to ask. Look, I don't, I, I support his right to stand for what he does. I don't agree with what he did, but I support his right to do it. But if you're just mm -hmm. talking football, I mean, there's a dearth of good quarterbacks, and he certainly, there aren't mm -hmm. 63 better quarterbacks in the world. Right. And even a lot of the owners saying him, him, him being a starter, so they already know that. And I know this is a world where everybody talks yeah, about Yeah, there's collusion. one place that there's a shortage is quarterbacks. So obviously, you know, I don't understand it. It's hard to, you know, people don't sign people for a lot of different reasons. But uh, Right. You think yeah. we'll ever get a chance to see him in the NFL? I do. He deserves I think, yeah, I think somebody will. There's just, there's just not, God didn't make enough quarterbacks. Yeah, but Marco, where are your grandmas stay? Yeah, that's the real question. That is that is a that's a real question. Hmm. Senator Rubio, where are your grandma stay? Answer me that. No, he didn't. He didn't. Why? Why would TMZ ask him about the Colin Kaepernick thing? What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. They just that's just bizarre. They're just trying to get him yes. into a corner of yes. some kind. That's what they do. I mean, they ambush interview and they come up with some controversial thing to ask That's celebrities about, and so, there you go. So stupid. Uh, Senator Rubio, uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick still not in the NFL. What are your thoughts on that? I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's another reason that six, the 32 teams haven't hired him. Is it possible they don't want that nightmare on their franchise? Is it, is it possible they don't want the negative publicity? Is it possible they don't want to be dragged into some kind of controversy? Even if the guy's the greatest quarterback in the NFL, there's another reason nobody's hiring him. Nobody wants to deal with that nonsense. <laughs> so, I, I mean, look, so ridiculous. There's a case in point, you know, like Glenn has taken a calculated risk over the years of employing Jeffy regularly. Really good point. And so, you know... <laughs> Really good point. <clears throat> so anyhow, uh, mm -hmm. you know, an employer has to weigh the the cost benefit and the, yeah. all the all the stuff that comes along with a Jeffy or a Colin Kaepernick, and um, right. So congrats, Jeffy. Um, and has anybody asked Colin Kaepernick where his grandma's stay? Mm -hmm. Not to my knowledge. Uh, so she might stay in San Francisco. I don't. I don't know. He didn't. Or Nevada. Mm-hmm. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we have this fun, fun. Do we have time for the Keith Ellison? Um, every year, the Minnesota Post holds an event called Min Roast, features local politicians who gather for a ninety minute variety show with skits and songs and that funny, funny, funny <laughs> Keith Ellison. He's a riot, right? Uh, he really. <laughs> Unintentionally, so most of the time. Put on a Trump wig and oh. and uh, sang a little song. Here, here he is. Talent show. Mm -hmm. I'm a nice, honest man. I just want straight shooting. If I want to be called a stable genius, I just call my best friend Vlad Putin. Vlad Putin, my wow. buddy Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin, I love that Vladimir Putin, but there was no collusion, I just won the vote fair and square, That's embarrassing. I didn't buy the election, Wow. I just bought off my latest affair, 
Robert Mueller. I hate that Robert Mueller. I'm firing Robert Mueller. I'm firing Robert Mueller. What good is the 130K? I should have paid Stormy more. This sucks. You can stop asking about Comfefe. That's just rushing for porn. Wow. Stormy Daniels. I miss you, Stormy Daniels. Okay. I, I don't think I can Stormy take you anymore. I, oh, thank you. Oof. To the tune of Guantanamera. Do you know that song? Guantanamera, Porquita, Guantanamera. Guantanamera, Porquita, Guantanamera. While wearing a Trump wig and those catchy, catchy lyrics. <laughs> Did they have a rehearsal? Uh, apparently not. I mean, him and the bongo guy. I mean, really bad. What was going I on mean, there? Jeez. I mean, it, it, it distracted from how bad the lyrics were, at least. Yeah, it did. The fact a little that bit. the guitar and the bongos were nowhere near nowhere each other. Nowhere near each other. And the guitar playing was terrible. And the singing was awful. And the lyrics were stupid. Wow. Uh, he. That's strike three <laughs> on uh, Keith Ellison. This is strike three, man. Okay. Where his grandma stay? <laughs> I don't even want to know. 888 Chewing the Fat with Jeffy coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, okay. Okay. Jeff and I are ready to go. I'm not here. Oh, well, it's time for a. Now, that music means it's uh, time for Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. Hello. Just as a passing comment about uh, Colin Kaepernick uh, you were talking about a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the NFL uh, did give him an opportunity to play. <laughs> That's true. And mm-hmm. uh, he said no. Uh, they said, hey, come and try out. And if you make the team, uh, you won't be able to protest. We don't want any protests uh, while you're playing. You can do whatever you want. We don't want that distraction. Yeah, yeah. And he said, no, no thanks. So that's right. Was that it's Seattle? not the NFL's fault? Is that the Seahawks? Yes. Yeah. And TMZ just is doing that to find make trouble, right? But that's what they yes, do. That's they're what trying they do. to stir it's it up. Marco Rubio needs to just, just you know like he's like everybody. He's like everybody else that gets a camera put in their face on their front lawn. They feel like they got to say something. Yeah. Instead of saying, yep. "Look, I'm I don't not- have anything to do with the NFL. If he makes it, I'll be I'll enjoy watching him on Sunday. Have a nice day." Yeah. Leave me alone. I got, mm-hmm. I'm got. i going through the airport here. 
Mm-hmm. But instead, you know, the, I got other things to worry about besides whether Colin Kaepernick is in the NFL. Yeah, there's <laughs> there's millions of Americans that would like to have a, a paying job at thirty grand a year. Right. Worried worried than uh, mm-hmm. than Colin worried about making a few million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good luck to him. God bless him. It's agonizing. I'm tired of I'm tired of supposed to I'm supposed to feel sorry for Colin Kaepernick. He had a shot. They've given him chances. Yeah, they have. He said no. Yeah. Why do I feel bad about that? I don't. No, I don't either. Not at all. I mean, nobody wants the controversy. Nobody right. wants Clearly. that. Clearly. Right. Nobody. Especially if you want to come and play for if, us, then agree not to do the controversy. If you're going to be, in, in, and most importantly, if you're coming on board as we need you for a second string quarterback. Yeah, we don't need oh our fans gosh. all pissed off at us. We don't need that. And we don't need the press banging down our doors after games to talk to you, a person who didn't even play the game. All right. Yeah. You know, so let's, let's move on. And he said no. Yeah, exactly. So. Okay, mm-hmm. right. go do your protest with your Black Lives Matter girlfriend and have a good life. But I don't feel sorry for you not playing in the NFL. I just don't. You had your shot. Power to the people. Me off. Thank you. Power to the people. Thank you. Where your grandma said. Speaking, speaking truth to power. Why are you asking about my grandmas? They're both, they stay in the ground. They're in the grave. Wow. Wow. He took They're this dead. to a dark place. Right? Took it dark. He took yeah. it dark. Does he not know what that street lingo means? Yeah, it means. I guess not. Where did you grow up? Wow. I mean, so in hip. Uh, I well, did grow up with my grandmas. They're dead. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. You're a fat white guy. Right. So Do you remember you... when you grew up? I mean, it's been a while. I know. It has been but, a while. Uh, it's been a while since my grandpa's recall. been alive too. Yeah. Okay. I mean, oof, oof. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> That's uh, oh, you know what? What? Since we've been doing uh, Glenn Beck Radio. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you've been then coming right in here. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd think that someone would say, you know, I've had a pretty busy morning in the last couple of days. We should probably, I don't know, get some kind of food in here. Oh, man, wouldn't that be nice if somebody had that foresight? Oh, my gosh. But you can't, nice. you can't expect that kind of foresight. I mean, it's National Vanilla Pudding Day. We could celebrate that. It's There's a pudding day? Yes, thank you. Here. Do you know how much I love pudding? I there love you go. pudding. Here I go. love... Krispy Kreme started go, yesterday. No, I know no, you're no, hungry. I don't want there. your pity bag your of stuff chips. all over there me. There you go. I don't go. want your pity all bag right. of stuff all over me. No. Yeah. yeah. Krispy Kreme anyway. started mm-hmm. yesterday with the new uh, the new Krispy Kreme donuts with the hot blaze blueberry. Oh, yeah, glaze. we had those. Yeah, you guys were on oh. radio. We didn't want to bother you. We already oh. ate those. Sorry. They sound... That sounds really good. Yeah. They were good. good. I they love Krispy Kreme. They were too. yummy. I've got a really picture good. of the new Krispy Kreme blueberries. They Krispy look Kreme and vodka. good. Mm-hmm. The glazed ones, oh, mm-hmm. man, they look good. Mm-hmm. And they're uh, available uh, at special locations. Uh, plenty around this neck of the woods. Yeah, like I said, we didn't uh, want to bother you guys. You were on the radio earlier with Glenn's show, and we mm-hmm. just we sampled them and we just report back. They're good. Really good. Okay? See, what I was talking about, though, is that we came in. And- yeah. You were busy. Mm-hmm. Apparently you're not now taking kind of hiatus of the segment. Agaday tied to lower heart disease. This new study came out. Agaday tied to lower heart disease. Now I think we'll find out in uh, about a month. Egg a day. It's not weird because <laughs> the egg is great. The egg is evil. bad. Well, yes. no, no. Here, stay, wait, the stay egg with me. will kill you. The egg will right. save you. Agaday. Okay, mm-hmm. they did the study. Um, uh, they did the study with uh, uh, data on egg consumption among 461,000 adults. All right, but. They also say, ooh, it doesn't offer any insight into the risk of heart disease or stroke associated with more than one egg a day. So so they're saying, you know, eggs are, uh, for example, egg yolks contain a chemical that contribute to clogged arteries. So uh, maybe, you know, there's no... Hmm. 
There's no, hey, I'm going to have, give me four eggs over easy on some rye toast. Mm -hmm. Although that sounds good right about now. With mm. some sausage links and uh, yes, I'd like some mm -hmm. biscuits and gravy along on the side. But um, I love eggs. I do too. I love I eggs. Really Benedict. I always have. I, I, I got a twist, mm. twisted root, and they put an mm. egg on the on the burger. On the burger. Yeah. Oh gosh, so good. All oh right. my gosh. Yes, I love that too. I'm leaving. Oh, that's See you later. I just, I adds like a eggs. certain je ne sais quoi. Sure does. That makes the burger so so good. delicious. Mm. Except the eggs, Benedict, though. A little bougie sauce on it. No, I love the bougie tasty. sauce. You, you are a freak with the bougie sauce thing. <laughs> There's nothing bougie about chipotle sauce, and that's what they put. That's what they put on the one. I guess goat cheese and chipotle sauce. Yeah, see, that's nasty. so good. And then the egg on top. Goat, oh, uh, goat cheese is for people that are struggling with with with. I'm, I'm not struggling with any of that. Yeah, that was a it. sentence structure. It's delicious. <laughs> I love goat cheese. Struggling with. <laughs> Uh, Lake Worth, Florida today. Residents of Florida City, uh, they received an alert uh, about a power outage, and they also were warned uh, mm -hmm. to look out for zombies uh, this morning. <laughs> really? Uh, the alert warned more than 7,000 customers. Uh, 7,000 customers lost power due to extreme zombie activity. <laughs> what? City spokesman Ben Kerr uh, later posted a Facebook message saying, uh, we're investigating the bogus alert and that uh, we wanted to reiterate the Lake Worth does not have any zombie activity currently. <laughs> uh, thanks for that update. <laughs> right. We're all Thank really you. worried well, about we were that. concerned about that. Uh, the power was restored in less than 30 minutes, but. Can you no imagine little. anybody really actually thinking, thinking oh, my oh my gosh. gosh. Everybody Can, chuckled. Everybody got a little laugh. Uh, right. The guy was there a single adult that thought, oh, my God, is there really it's a zombie attack? It's a zombie attack? If there was. Then you need to go to a home. Get help. You need to go, go to a home. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Very funny. Also, we talked about uh, <clears throat> food and eggs, but the ultra clean homes. New study. I saw this Ultra too. clean homes. Well, how weird is this? It's, uh, they're talking about, uh, they're, well, it's actually kind of what we talked about before, right? That we've become so clean. Yeah, that uh, we this particular don't fight study off. talks about that you know that it could be uh, uh, trigger childhood leukemia is what they were specifically talking if about. You're, if you're too clean, ultra yes. clean, yes, childhood leukemia for yes. being too clean. Children are not exposed to enough bugs to prime their immune system. What? I mean, I, if vulnerable younger, wow. But, but I agree bizarre. with that. But what this leukemia thing? I don't. Well, I mean, they're just saying that that you know that's one of the things you one can of the things that you can get, and that's the main focus from this. You know, that's that's Institute a problem in my research. home because I clean that thing sure. so well. I mean, I clean from stem to stern so thoroughly <laughs> that it sparkles my home. It sparkles. That's, that's how much I clean, and I guess I shouldn't be cleaning like that. Do yeah. you do you take your shoes off when you go inside? Yes. Then your house is extra clean. And because there's a new study from the University of Houston that talks about uh, shoes mm. containing so much germs, the uh, you know the what? C diff, oh. the nasty oh, C. Diff disease. Is bad. Yeah, and that's uh, mm -hmm. uh, he had a bunch of people on the in the study had it on their shoes, which mm. then tracks through the house. Yeah, uh, really bad. So take your shoes off. You know, I used to take my shoes yeah, off as soon as I got home when we lived in New York. Because yeah, you yeah. walk around the city Can all I say, day. You, you were the, you were actually yeah. the person who uh, got me to have uh, New York City shoes. <laughs> That's fact. I, bought, I have a pair of shoes that I only wore in the city. There is so much fecal matter only, on the streets yeah, of that town. I only town. wore in the city. I wore I wore them in the train. Mm. I wore them to work. From the I from got the, you to I, like we the, had a conversation in the parking garage. We did in the parking garage. I'd put on my my, <laughs> my daily my city shoes, and I'd <laughs> they'd I'd wear them in the train all the way to the office. Wow. 
<laughs> and I didn't think about it until after you said that, and then I got nervous. It's so weird how different life is in New York than here. I it know. It's so weird. I know. I mean, I mean, completely different world. It is an absolutely different world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I always had, but that, I, I remember that to this day, having wow. that conversation with you. I had I, an impact on your home, life, Jeff. I went home that week. Yeah, you had an impact that cost me money. I had to buy an extra pair of shoes. My bad. <clears throat> Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Well, you took it further than I did, though. Good for you. Extra pair of shoes. Now, I will say that uh, keeping your house clean is not going to stop the uh, <clears throat> super gonorrhea that's infecting people worldwide. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's the house really doesn't have anything to do with the <laughs> drug-resistant super gonorrhea that's it on the really, rise It worldwide. has to do with your whereabouts, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't kill you make you stronger, right, Jeffy? This has me a little worried, though. Mm-hmm. Experts have warned that you know there's a danger of the antibiotic-resistant strains that are becoming untreatable, and uh, that's got me a little concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, things aren't mm-hmm. treated, and you know, look, mm-hmm. the he's symptoms. Losing, he's losing sleep over the there. symptoms. Mm-hmm. Usually, thick green or yellow discharge, oh. inflammation oh. of the area, mm-hmm. pain when doing things from that area. No man, uh, mm-hmm. con- continual bleeding. Uh, it's, Too you know, much information, man. Too much information. So I'm just, well, I want you to be aware. Yeah, thank you. I'm trying to help you. This is me helping you so that if you have unusually thick green or yellow discharge. I think we covered that one. You might want to get checked. Mm. You think? Just trying to help you a little bit. What tipped you off? Eat an egg a day, would you? (laughs) (laughs) Will that stop the super gonorrhea? I don't think so, but at least you'll, you know, you'll be full. Okay. Not on one egg either. Uh, Florida couple, I love this story because I've actually considered doing this before in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Florida couple uh, takes a Walmart motorized shopping cart uh, from the store to a bar. Uh, The man and the girlfriend uh, hopped on the motorized cart from Walmart in Florida and then drove it to to the bar down the road. And they parked it out front, went inside, got drunk. (laughs) And uh, the the Clearwater police uh, showed up and said, uh, you guys uh, bring that shopping cart uh, into the bar? And uh, they said, uh, no, oh, we, don't know what you're, we, don't, we don't know what you're talking about. And then uh, then they said, yeah, it was us. <laughs> yeah, everybody saw you uh, drive it from the Walmart down the road <laughs> to the bar here. <laughs> now, you know, they had $2,000 bond. They, and look, grand like, they theft. look like people that would do that. $2,000 bond and grand theft. You think Walmart, come on now. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw them. They got the cart back. Yeah, give me a break. Were they going to drive it back, or were they just probably? Either, you know, who knows? I, they were drunk. They wanted to get to the bar. Okay. Yeah, well, that's understandable. You get to partying. Mm-hmm. You start doing the. You never know what you do. You do this. You pop this. Sure. You take this. You don't. You know. You mm-hmm. start drinking, partying. One thing leads to another, and the next thing you know, you're. Yeah. You know, you're driving a shopping. You're driving a shopping cart down the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> those yep. motorized cars they can only go so far on the battery charge anyway oh mm-hmm. yeah right i mean so they're not it's not like walmart's gonna pick it up in georgia from florida <laughs> pat he's tested to see how far you can get away with a i'm sure he has cart yeah from you can't walmart. get very far i'll tell you that they must have hopped on a fully charged one <laughs> if you take it around the store and shop and then go to park mm-hmm. and the one next to it is fully charged you hop on that take it you can probably go a little while <laughs> Take it out. Good safety tip. Thank I'm you. I'm surprised Jeff. that they don't have the uh, shopping cart uh, buzzer on them. You know, a lot of the places, the Walmarts have the shopping cart uh, electronic buzzer. You can't take them out of the parking lot. The mm-hmm. shopping carts themselves. Mm-hmm. Surprised they don't have that on the electronic carts. Yeah. On the electro on the battery powered riding uh, handicap carts. Mm-hmm. 
Man, people get mad at you if you're not handicapped on those <laughs> things. That really ticks me off, too. Why? Well, hmm? I think anybody's supposed to use them. It's just up front, waiting for is, people to use. Can you, is tonnage considered a handicap? <laughs> I will say that it does slow them down. You can't but go I quite mean, as fast as other people. You know, if your legs are <laughs> just weary from carrying around a bunch of weight on top of them, is that a good excuse for using one of those? Like, what are you trying many, to say? Many people that I've seen on those carts, the answer to that would be yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so. Now, uh, <clears throat> I mean, we're... Quite I think we're, we're talking, talking about, about the same thing, yeah. No, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about... Yeah, we're talking about the same thing. You, people on a shopping are, cart. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's not what I was... <laughs> we weren't talking oh, about uh, the same uh, thing. Oh, okay. Eh, darn oh. it. I guess I misread things. All right. Go ahead. One of my favorite magazines, Interview okay, Magazine. Okay, maybe we should wrap up the, uh, the whole segment what? right here. Oh, Interview Magazine. No, it's oh, not. Oh, Interview Magazine. Okay, I just That's heard one a... of your favorite magazines. I'm no, sorry. No, don't worry. I'm not going to go to the walking around high schools naked. <laughs> I'm, not that I wouldn't be opposed to that. Uh-huh. Okay, carry on, I sir. mean... <laughs> That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just be clear. That's a good idea. And since you brought it up, Keith, yeah. I'll just comment and say that's a good idea. And I think it's good. it would save a lot of lives. Keep kids safe. That's, that's all we're doing it for. Mm-hmm. That's all we're doing it for. Interview Magazine, 50 years. Andy Warhol's magazine. Uh, shutting down. Closing down. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Chapter 7, bankruptcy. I used to love this magazine. When Andy was around, it was one of the, the big, you know, it was extra large, mm-hmm. big, tall and wide. It was really cool. And it was had all the... You know, fashion and actors. Everybody wanted to be on the cover. It was all really? Q and Andy questions. Yeah, it was you know mm-hmm. inside, uh, really hip. And then uh, then it faded after Andy died, and they brought some people in to rebuild it. And they started rebuilding it, and uh, then they stopped paying people because uh, I know that mm. <laughs> they owe uh, some some lady is suing them, owing two hundred thirty thousand. Uh, one lady worked there for thirty years, said she was making too much money, so they fired her. They brought in a new. Um, the new guy that came in and uh, just expanded the magazine to get the circulation back up over 200,000 subscribers, um, he's owed 500,000. His wife's owed, owed almost 70,000. So they're just shutting their doors. Uh, Have a yeah. nice day. We're not, we can't pay any of you. Have a nice day. Magazines in 2018, tough business. I know. Really Real tough, tough business. business. I mean, time's going out of business. Time. Yes, I know. It's fat. Unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it, it is believable. I shouldn't say it's unbelievable because it is believable in today's world. No mm-hmm. question. Now, I know yesterday we talked about uh, the uh, the ash from uh, the volcanoes in Hawaii uh, going off. But we've got some great footage mm. of the volcanoes going off. And there's also reports now where there's going to be ash. You know, now that it's shooting up into the air, it's going to be all over the United States. It always is, right? Every time we get a volcano mm-hmm. shooting up into the sky from wherever around the world, I mean... We're all one big ecosystem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's all, we're, it's all, we're all breathing the same air. Well, yeah, when I was mm-hmm. a kid, that, that they blamed a really cold, uh, snowy winter on uh, some Filipino hurricane or volcano. Right. Look, and if you're watching on Blaze Television, you see some of this footage of this lava. Look at that lava, man. Fascinating, it is man. really, really fascinating. That I would is love something else. You really want to, you, wow. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, I'm torn because you really want to be You'd there. You'd love to see it in yes. person. Love see to it see it and feel person. it because you know the power that it has uh-huh. uh, is just going to be incredible. Yep. But you just, I mean, you can't, right? I mean, that's just, that's too much. And then it hits the ocean and start create, you're creating more land. Yeah. 
the island's just getting bigger right and bigger. Yeah, I know. It's, it's amazing. Mm. Just wait till the government finds land. out. Well, I mean, right. that's that's what taxing it. That's mm-hmm. what these people built on to begin with, right? It was because they got cheap land from the last volcano that erupted. Yep. And uh, so they're you know they're right back at it again. I, you know, good luck. I don't want anybody mm-hmm. to you know get hurt. We've already heard a couple of injuries, no deaths reported yet that I'm aware of. But uh, you know, the one guy got hit by. The, by a well, lava bomb, right? Sh- shattered his leg. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mm-hmm. they're not. You know, it's not something you just run around and frolic in. No, that wouldn't be a good idea. No, <laughs> not. Be I, mean, a dude, good I idea. thought I'd go frolic in the volcano <laughs> yeah. for a while. Uh, good safety tip: don't do that. Uh, all right, we've got some uh, patriotic holidays coming up. We've got Memorial Day. It's coming Monday, right? Yes. Yeah, and then down the road, Fourth uh, of July. You want to be ready for that with your American flag, military flags, your state flags, whatever kind of flag you love to fly on patriotic holidays. Collins Flags has them all for you. They've got the highest quality flags at wholesale pricing. There isn't a flag they don't have, and I'm talking uh, fantastic American flags, state flags, military flags, or your favorite sports team. If you love it, if you want it, they've got it. All orders are shipped within 24 hours, and they ship it free if your order is over $75. Great Midwestern company with great Midwestern values. We're proud to have them as a sponsor, and uh, everybody here loves them. CollinsFlags.com. Call them toll-free at 800-950-4061. 800-950-4061, or go to CollinsFlags.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. Welcome, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You got a couple more items. Well, I just wanted to be clear. I mean, you're talking about uh, you know big uh, holidays coming up, uh-huh. and uh, Father's Day is just around the corner. Uh, huge American holiday, Father's Day, June fifteenth. How many times? Uh, actually, do you Father's Day that? is June seventeenth. Mm-hmm. But this that weekend, how many times do I celebrate? Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, how many kids do you have around the world? Whoever <laughs> says, "Hey, Dad, Happy Father's Day," I say thank you. Okay. So, I mean, it's just the easy way. <laughs> it's just the easy way. <laughs> just an Sorry, easy continue. Way. You are getting to something. So, Friday, June 15th, Saturday the 16th, and Sunday, Father's Day, June 17th, Mercury Museum is going to have uh, here a museum showcase here at the Mercury Studios in Irving called Rights and Responsibilities. So, you can go to mercuryone.org slash museums 2018 and uh, come and visit us. I'm going to be giving tours. Are you going to? Are you? you I'll not be you're here. Not here, right? You're no. out. Of, you're out of town. On a cruise. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, does that sound fun? Going to Alaska. Oh man, whatever. Wherever you're going, there's no place I'd rather be as on a cruise ship. I mean, <laughs> oof. I've never done the one. The only so. good thing about that I can see about a cruise ship is a lot mm-hmm. of times they're usually it's an all you can eat kind of thing. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm. I mean, I've been you know curbing what I eat for months. Well. Going on a better part of a year You're now. You're telling me. And uh, and I'm ready to cut loose and just have just a 
an orgy of food. <laughs> I'm just going to eat my face off uh, on this cruise. fest. Yep. I better c- carry some Riduzone with me because otherwise right. I'm eating everything on that ship. That's a, that's a <laughs> So anyway, come and join us uh, that weekend, Friday, uh, June 15th, the 16th, and Sunday, the 17th, Father's Day, for Mercury Studios uh, Museum Rights and Responsibilities. And uh, it'll be fascinating. It always is. These museums are so unbelievably uh, fascinating with the items They're that they have. They're always great. I know. They're already sitting up out here. I know. Yeah. And they give a phone number here on this. I guess you can call this number, too. Good luck. 972-499-4747 for those of you that don't want to use the internet. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fine. Go some ahead. people don't have the internet. Some people well, don't have maps, either. Some people don't have maps. Yeah. Those people are, are not part of the Lumbee tribe anymore because the Lumbee tribe actually has internet. Yes, it High is. High speed internet. For free. For free from for free. the government. Yes. So that's nice. Good for them. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. for them. You know, and some people don't know where their grandmas stay. So uh, it's a tough world. It is. It's a darn tough world. Darn tough. Right? It is so, tough. Yeah. It is a tough world to walk the streets in anymore, Pat. You're going to see Solo uh, hey, on Friday? no. Oh, you don't have any interest in no. that? That's right. You're not a Star Star Wars fan, uh, are you? Uh, not really. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I just, I mean, kind of, they're just bougie, all of them. It's agonizing. I've, there's nothing I've been bougie forced, about Star Wars. I've been forced to sit through those silly movies forever. And you know what? They're what? not good. Well, the latest ones are not. I, I agree with that. The first three were were great. I mean, I the remember Empire Strikes four, Back five. as being this great movie, and I yeah, sat through it again with my son. And you didn't like hey. it. Get out. Get out. But I was just... Just get out. No, but I was just... Yeah, I'm, I'm just just Did you not hear him? He said, get out. Get out. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And uh, thank you for being here as well. 888-933-93. Pat Gray Unleashed. Now we got to talk to Lori. Lori, because this is maybe the greatest day we've ever had. I mean, the best best day in the history of my life has just happened. Easily. Are you actually responsible for this, Lori? I am. Is Jeffy still sitting on the couch? Mm-mm. I'm not watching. Hell no. no. Oh, my goodness. What? He left. Oh, you have to bring him back. I sent that back in because I'm afraid he was going to have a heart attack if I didn't send him poorly. <laughs> Did you want us to have this or not? Because if he were in here, we'd be 0 for 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. No, th- yeah, that's me. I mean, it's National Pudding Day. I sent, I sent y'all on National Pie Day and Pat, you were gone that day. Oh, that was man. your fault. I can't believe so, I missed National yeah. Pie Day. And you, you did miss National Pie Day. And you know what Jackie said? What, you didn't send me lemon meringue? Really? 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 You should you try working with yeah, him. It's fun. No, it is. Ingrate. That... <laughs> Thank you so much. These are Fat yummy. in great. Um, this is fantastic, Lori. Thank you for doing this. Uh, she sent us milkshakes on National Pudding Day because 
Well, you, you I guess are, you couldn't send you pudding. You are very welcome. Uh, this is great. No. Thank you. Where, and, now, clear in Washington, how did you get this done? Did you just call a local area? Uh, Uber okay. Eats. Well, Uber Pat, Eats? Pat, you know, see, I, I called Uber Eats, and Pat, you don't seem to understand that I am sort of well-known in the history of the Blake Studio. Keith knows who I am. Jeffy knows who I am. Doctor no, I know that. Am. Yes, I know so, that. I know. <laughs> I know that. No, I and no, you, I went. I actually, I, I went to Wayback Burger when I was there for GameCon, and they have amazing burgers. And oh, yeah. the pie place, yeah. the pie place that I called out of the oven said, "No, we can't send anything right now. It's too late." So, okay, I did the next next, next best thing, which is right down the street from you. So, greatest greatest yeah. day of our lives, Lori. Thank you. <laughs> you thing. are very welcome. Enjoy it. Have fun. All right, thanks. Like uh, it's not even close. Like I was trying to think, birth of my children, marriage. Maybe. You no, know, and then I thought, kids, you know no, what? It's nothing not, compares to receiving a milkshake yeah. when I'm this freaking hungry. <laughs> I'm starving too, man. That was, <laughs> I mean, this was so perfect. I tell you, thank you. You Lori. need to talk for about three or four minutes though, so okay. I can finish it and it doesn't melt. All right. Um, so, so Lori, um, thanks you for talking about a, the Braves or oh, you know your oh, stupid this is my chance. bands that nobody's yeah. ever heard of. Ooh, this is I'm your so big torn. opportunity. What do Keith? I talk about? Uh, so the Braves are still in first. That's exciting. You know, we're almost into June and. Uh, Nobody They're, cares. Oh, you're no one cares. You're ready to talk now? <clears throat> Not quite, but I'm oh. I'm almost done. So I tell you what, the, I mean, they're the youngest <laughs> team in baseball. They're in first place. They're going to be better than they were in the 90s. Mark my words. Go Braves. Chop on. Yep. Astros are still winning the World Series again. Uh, they're going to repeat this year. No. And then three-peat next year. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, all right. Hmm. Apparently, now I don't believe this, but um, Studio Films last year with LGBT characters dropped to a record low last year? Like, what's that? I do not believe that. Every movie, every show, everything has gay characters in it now. Can you think of a single show, a single movie, without with that doesn't feature gay characters? The number of Hollywood films supposedly plummeted 40% last year compared to the year before. That's according to GLAD. The group found that just 14 wide releases from the major studios, as well as offerings from their indie divisions, were inclusive of queer identities. A drop from uh, 23 films in 2016. <laughs> inclusive of queer identities. Why is queer okay now? I, I think we've asked that before, but it's so weird. It used to be, you know, a, a terrible insult, and they, they were very offended by it. Yep. This is a problem when we're both trying to eat our milkshakes at the same time. I mean, huge problem. If you're thinking I'm going to fill in those gaps, you are mistaken. 12.8% of studio films contain characters who identified as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or queer. Lowest percentage of LGBTQ inclusive major studio releases. Since GLAD began tracking in 2012. Oh, that's a thing to track. I mean, even uh, if you ever watch HGTV shows, do you do you ever watch HGTV? Nope. <clears throat> They're always including gay couples. Oh, that's cute. Gay couples looking for homes. Gay couples trying to find a beach home together. <laughs> I've seen some of these shows where they, you know... Try to figure out which house we're going to buy of these three. Uh-huh. And I've seen gay couples, so I know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. All the time. And that's being tra- all the that's time. being tracked, huh? Food network, uh, gay chefs come in unchopped, and, and they talk about their, 
you know, they got lesbians that talk about their wives and, and gay guys that talk about their husbands. And I, every TV show I watch includes gay characters. I don't know about movies. Maybe I haven't seen all the movies, but it seems like everywhere you turn, hmm. they're inclusive. But uh, not according to Glad. Wow. So let's fix that. Let's let's fix that. Let's all have milkshakes and call it a day. All right. Mm. That's really good. Appreciate that a lot. Oh, and she's right. Wayback Burger is pretty good, and it's right across the street from us. I think I was I was gonna save some of this uh, for Jeffy and Taylor and Ron and Were you really? Maybe Steven. What is this? Right. Sarah dropped by. What is this? Is that that's like, another one that that's she like got for somebody else? Yeah, it's good. Somebody, give me. <laughs> I'm just somebody else. Too. But I look over there and I see you already had all of yours, mm-hmm. Mr. Team Player. Yeah. So I'm going to take. Was I not supposed to eat it all? I don't know. I'm going to take a cue from you. I mean, just, Lori. I, th- I thought Lori bought it for for me. I thought all three of them were for me. And then I see you drinking one of them, and I'm like, wait, yeah. what? What's that? I've about? lost my manners, guys. I was just pouring <laughs> it out into separate cup, and I thought, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. You guys can have it if you want, but was the pie good when she sent it on National Pie Day? Oh yeah, it was good. It yeah, was very it was. good. You picked a bad day to not was. be here. Man. Yeah. And I wasn't here. Where was I? I don't know. Sick? No. Nope. Was it during uh, kidney time? No, it wasn't. It, was, it wasn't kidney time? I don't know what it was. It right. was uh something, but yeah, it was a random right. day. You missed out. President Trump dredged up the uh, national anthem controversy yesterday. This is <laughs> This is what he does so well. There's nobody that does awkward better than Donald Trump. Nobody. And it was awkward. There was a NASCAR event at the White House on the South Lawn. And he was praising the thousands of fans who show up at races. uh, Who, you know, stand up for the playing of the Star Spangled Banner. Um, He was welcoming NASCAR champion Martin Truex Jr. And, you know, his race car team. And, you know, it was supposed to be a non-controversial, non-partisan event. It's just one of those things where all these champions come. And I guess Truex was the champion of NASCAR last year. Mm-hmm. So he got to have the trip to the, the White House. And he looked completely disinterested. I mean, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't smile. He wasn't, you know, he didn't look interested in what Trump was saying. Uh, but during... During the course of praising NASCAR, he had to he had to throw a little something in. Built by names like Allison, Earnhardt, Petty, Pearson, Waltrip, this lively sport reflects our national spirit and our can-do attitude. Uh-huh. At every NASCAR race, you will see thousands of patriotic Americans from the grandstands mm-hmm. to the pit stalls proudly waving our flag and roaring with joy at the words, Start your engines. And I will tell you one thing I know about NASCAR. They do indeed, Brian, stand (laughs) for the playing of the national anthem. Right? They do indeed. They do indeed. They do indeed stand for the... Somebody said, maybe you shouldn't say that. That'll be controversial. I said, that's okay. NASCAR's not going to mind it at all. Right, fellas? They don't mind it at all. (laughs) Fast (laughs) cars... I, I think just, they did. I, I kind of think they, they might have minded a little bit because uh, I, I don't know if they want to get drawn into the controversy <laughs> with the NFL. <laughs> right. I don't know if NASCAR, they've got a lot of crossover fans. I, I don't know if they want to mess with that at all. So, uh, <laughs> but you got to love it because he just plows forward. And I'm sure somebody <laughs> did tell him, yeah, Mr. President, maybe 
maybe you just don't say that because, yeah, it'll be awkward and create some controversy. Nah, he didn't care. No. He just pushes through it all. Doesn't matter. You don't like it? Tough. Uh, Speaking of the NFL, have you seen that the new Los Angeles Rams and LA Chargers Stadium in Los Angeles has just passed $4 billion in construction costs? Double any other stadium in America. Wow. The most expensive stadium in all of America and maybe the world is MetLife Stadium in New Jersey for the uh, Giants and the Jets that they play in. That cost $1.7 billion. This is more than double that. The new Raiders Stadium in Las Vegas, they think will cost a little over $2 billion. This one's four. I mean, this thing should be lined with gold leaf. Uh, I mean, how? what are you doing to this place? Part of it, I guess, is trying to make it earthquake-proof for Los Angeles. But is this thing going to be uh, massive? Yeah, I mean, the, the Falcons. Luxurious? Yeah, the Falcons Stadium, their new stadium, they've been in it for a year. Mercedes, right? Mercedes-Benz, yeah. Mm-hmm. $1.6 billion. It's got that rotating retractable roof. It looks really cool. That leaks water. And they had to play the last oh, half leaks? of their home games of the season last year with the roof closed because uh, otherwise they weren't going to get it back. Shut. Did they fix that yet? They were working on it uh, through the off season. So, I mean, that's what <clears throat> $1.6 billion will buy a, a stadium with a leaky roof. On a somewhat smaller scale, <clears throat> there's a uh, high school here in the DFW area. It's suburban Dallas. It's uh, Allen High School. And it's the largest high school in Texas, over 5,000 students. Over 5,000. I mean, there's a lot of colleges that don't have 5,000 students. (laughs) But anyway, they just built this massive new stadium. Beautiful uh, place for the uh, the Allen High. They're always a perennial powerhouse in the state. And uh, they built it as an 80, I think it was $70 million, $70 million stadium for this high school. And after playing in it one season, they had to close it for the next year and remodel it because it was falling down. (laughs) It was unsafe, and they had to fix it after spending $70 million for it. And Allen had to play one full season in somebody else's stadium. (laughs) (laughs) If you were a taxpayer in Allen, wow. Uh, you had to be a little hacked off, I would think. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. Glenn and Tanya went through a really awful real estate situation trying to sell one of their homes in uh, Connecticut, and it took a long time. They lost a lot of money. They didn't want anybody else to have to go through what they did, so they thought about what they could do and came up with putting together a network of agents across America. There's now 1,200 of them. And they're qualified rigorously by Glenn's team based on experience and marketing plans. What kind of character do the agents have? And what kind of results do they get for their clients? And so they make sure that these agents are the best available. And they're all fans of the show. So they've got that in common with you as well. So if you're trying to sell your house... Or maybe you've tried before and you've had a bad experience 
and you want to sell that house fast and you want to get the most money out of it, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and you'll find the best agent in your town. Let our agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Ray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter from Judy Chapel. Uh, did Keith Ellison just get nominated for induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Inevitable, isn't it? Now it's inevitable. <laughs> Certainly before Foreigner, he will be. Yeah. You know that. Well, everyone will. Uh, Sarah Ritter says, uh, Pat and Keith analyzing hip-hop lyrics should be a new segment on the show. Hilarious. That's not a bad idea, actually. Maybe we should do that. That's a great idea. Uh, from Saves84, didn't Kamala Harris ask Gina Haspel if this Keith Ellison song was morally acceptable for torture? <laughs> uh, they bring it home, man. Yeah. Great listeners. Yep. <laughs> and they remember everything. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Uh, students at the elite Beacon School in New York <clears throat> were asked to pause from their studies last week to pay tribute to the victims of violence in Gaza. I'm sorry? Yeah, the, you know, there were 60 Palestinians killed uh, the day before by Israeli soldiers. And according to reports from Hamas, 50 of them were Hamas terrorists. Yeah, so they took some time to remember the terrorists who lost their lives. Man, I would be pissed. The school-wide announcement last week stunned <clears throat> some students and its outraged parents who questioned why the school is entering into the uh, Palestinian-Israeli conflict with what they see as an anti-Jewish bent. I'm extremely upset because I didn't send my child to a New York City public school to pray for Hamas operatives. Thank you. Said one of the fathers who is Jewish. I'm glad to see that these New York uh, people who are Jewish are offended by this. Thank you. Because a lot of times this stuff just is ignored and I never understand it. The Zionist Organization of America pro-Israel group said it would send a letter to the Beacon School demanding an apology. It's disgraceful to mourn the death of Hamas terrorists. That's according to Morton Klein, organization, organization's president. The highly selective Hell's Kitchen School tends to lean left. No kidding. Is there anything in New York City that doesn't lean left? Students... Some with uh, the permission of their teachers walked out of school in November 2016 to protest Donald Trump's election. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Good golly. Mm-hmm. It's a fun school. Well, it is. Hey, you want your kids going there, don't you? Where they take a moment to mourn for the loss of Hamas terrorists and when they let the kids go uh, protest 
uh, do a walkout because Donald Trump got elected president. Yeah. Congratulations, kids. Fun, fun um, school. We're, what, <clears throat> we, what we do in this country is we um, peacefully elect a new leader every four years. Yeah. So let's protest that. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's a pretty amazing process here, too, because you don't see a lot of tanks ro- rolling through the streets of our cities after the election. Yeah, actually, you know, or before for that, matter. we kind of did this time, didn't we? We had the protest in Seattle, I think it was. Yeah, a bunch of leftists breaking <clears throat> stuff because they were upset that Donald Trump was elected. Yep. So we're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we'll probably see more of that. Would be my guess. Hmm. Also, imagine being a valedictorian for your high school class, and you were asked to change your commencement speech just minutes before you were scheduled to uh, deliver it. It's exactly what happened to one West Prairie High School senior this past weekend. Sam Blackledge graduated the top of his class, so he was, in fact, valedictorian. And he wrote a speech to his fellow classmates uh, during graduation. But just 10 minutes before the ceremony, school officials told him he couldn't reference his religion in this speech. He gave the speech omitting the parts that the school asked him to omit. Well, yeah, boy. But you see now, he's got something that we didn't have, and that's social media, because that's where they got their comeuppance. Yeah. After the fact. Yep, so he did omit the parts they wanted him to, but he doesn't agree with the school's request, and now the difference in opinion has gone viral on Facebook. A nonprofit legal organization is now wanting to get involved in the issue, First Liberty Institute is uh, based here in Texas, and it was created to protect freedom of speech and freedom of religion. It said, even people I don't know come up and ask if I'm the one that says this happened to, and they say I stand behind you. I appreciate the support. Good to know they support this cause and the message I'd like to share. Uh, do we know what he said about his religion? I don't know. It doesn't have anything about that. Oh, you could you could view the original speech nah. with a link, but uh, you want to do I can't that on click a on the link. Show? I mean, in the who uh, wants to share all of the information? Yeah, here. you wouldn't want to do that. Uh-huh. I'm just kind of curious as to what kind of what religious reference he made mm. and I mean, why that kid. was important to omit. I mean, look at the speech. He looks like a Satanist. Am I right? <laughs> I'm sure that's what it was. I uh, I think you don't think so. No, you don't think so. No. All right. No, he looks like. A fairly clean-cut kid. Yeah, okay. So I stand corrected, maybe? Stand-up kind of guy. Okay. Well, we'll try to find this and see what offensive <clears throat> stuff uh, he was trying to spew. Look at that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you can't say this on the air. Look at that. Look what he was trying to talk about. Uh, he was going to... Uh, reference. Reference Jesus. I told you you cannot oh, man. say that, sir. Well, so that's not saying anything about his religion. Well, other than, I guess, you're Christian. So he, but he did reference Jesus in his speech. Shh. Don't say that. So here's what he. On public airwaves. Here we go. This is a portion right here, okay? Okay. I want you to think for a moment. Is there any event in history where these four converged in one place? Where did evil, justice, love, and forgiveness converge at a moment in history? Can I take you to a hill called Calvary? Show you the person. Oh, of- just the mention of Calvary Hill. Mm-hmm. I ca- oh oh. Okay, go ahead. And what show else? you the person of Jesus Christ. Oh my. 
The cross of Christ shows us our own evil hearts, that we would put an innocent man up to die. Christ came to show us God's justice in dealing with the unfairness of the world. Wow. And there's another paragraph. Are you ready for this one? The most important thing in your life is to find that intimacy with God. He will guide you, he will hold you, and he <laughs> will take you through safely in your journey as you search for goodness, justice, love, and forgiveness, know that only God is big enough to provide that for you. How dare he? I mean, this kid. How dare he? What was he trying to pull? <laughs> I mean, Some sort of religious world? zealot scam, I'll tell you that. I can't Right? What, this. are you some sort of evangelist? I mean, what were these officials at the school <sighs> supposed to do? Wow. With that? Of course they had to they had omit to just, that. You got to cut that out, You got to shut that down right now. You got to just take that little speech of yours, sir. Well, you can't have the other students hearing that. Yep. Look at that. We're going to use a red marker. You think you're getting out of the school without seeing red ink again? Give me that speech, kid. Let me ask you this. What if one of them was, what if, what if some of the listeners were uh, Jewish? Let me ask you another question. What if some of them were Muslim? Oh, oh no. See, no. Let me ask you another thing. Here we go. Where are your grandma's day? Now, how do you feel? Huh? Now. I mean, you're just kind of... Uh, I summed it up right there. You summed it up. I brought it back home where, where it belongs. Where your grandma stay. He should have just said that. Stay. You know what? If he actually just read the lyrics to that Kendrick Lamar song, <laughs> inward included, they'd yeah. have been like, yeah. You don't sure. need all the religious stuff. Yeah, all right. Stuff. Good. Okay. Right. Not a problem. Seriously. And then you don't need all that religious gobbledygook. Uh, he probably would. I mean, he would have offended a lot, an awful lot of people, if they would have let that go. Uh, but fortunately, they did not. Yeah. So that's a good. That sounds like it was a really good and very mature. Uh, yeah. Speech. And that was in Illinois. Wow. And uh, the guy who sent that to me, um, as a buddy who used to work here, he sent me the story, and he said, "By the way, this exact thing mm-hmm. happened at my daughter's school last weekend here in Texas." Oh my gosh! What really? Well, why isn't that one on the news? Where they stopped the valedictorian from yeah, using that, that's religious references? Yeah, I don't have any more details, but uh, okay. I mean, if let's say somebody is a valedictorian <clears throat> who is Jewish, and he starts speaking about Judaism when he's giving his speech, and I'm in the audience, am I going to... Burn the place down? Absolutely. No. Oh, no? No. Oh, that wasn't the answer? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not. following along. No. Okay. Am, am I going to fall down and uh, start convulsing? Uh, uh, no. 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 I'm going to sit there respectfully because yeah. he earned that spotlight. And if it's a good speech, I'm probably going to applaud right. at the end. Seriously. Wow. Uh, it was good. I tell you. Oh, it's so ridiculous. Sucks. So ridiculous. I want a milkshake. Me too. I'm going to go get mine out We of haven't had one for about... Five, six minutes Good now. six minutes, yep. 888-900-3393. More Pack Ray Unleashed is inevitable. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Uh, welcome. Triple Eight 
la la la, Siri is getting a brand new voice. Or I don't want to brag, but I'm getting a lot smarter. Might be all that late night studying I've been doing. Uh, I hope Siri does get a lot smarter. That would be really nice. Yeah, I mean, all it, that data they've been spying on. Yeah. Coming to fruition now. <clears throat> uh, Google stuff seems to be a lot smarter than Siri. Doesn't it? Isn't it the, the Google Assistant? What's that called? Uh, I can't remember right now. Google Assistant. It's Google Assistant. There you go. Where does your <laughs> guess grandma stay? I guess I can remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I think it's called, right? I mean, yeah, I know, I every time is. I push the... The only time I know it is when I push the wrong button on my phone and I can't replicate it here. But it's like, it shows up and I go, <clears throat> no, I don't want the Google Assistant bullcrap. So, yeah, because you, you never use it. Do you ever use the Assistant? Oh, yeah. Thanks for the reminder, Chance. Okay, Google. See, I already turned... I turned that feature off on my phone. Yeah. So... So, what was your question? Someone was talking to me. I was busy over here thinking about milkshakes. Do you ever use it? No, was my question. No, no, I mean, you it's get, a complicated question. Here's what you get here's what you get you get a new phone, and they say, Hey, look, it does this. And you go, Oh, let me try it. And you try it, and you see how mm-hmm. much it sucks. And you figure out, you spend the next six hours trying to figure out how to disable that feature, and then you don't worry about it ever again. That's how it goes. That's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three, ninety-three. Uh, there's a, a big new lawsuit going on um, with uh, Roundup. Monsanto, the maker of Roundup, oh good, is being sued because uh, people are saying that it causes cancer. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, forty-six years old, cancer is spread through most of his body. Doctors say he probably has just months to live. Uh, now he hopes to survive long enough to make Monsanto take the blame for what's happening to him. On June 18th, he'll become the first person to take the global seed and chemical company to, to trial on allegations that it spent decades hiding the cancer-causing dangers of Roundup herbicide products. And his case has just gotten a major boost. Last week, Judge Curtis Carnow issued an order clearing the way for jurors to consider not just scientific evidence related to what caused his cancer, but allegations that Monsanto suppressed evidence of the risks of its weed-killing products. There's something to keep in mind if you're out killing weeds today with a little Roundup in your hand. Uh, Don't breathe it in. The internal correspondence noted by Johnson could support a jury finding that Monsanto has long been aware of the risk that it's glyphosate, it's glyphosate-based herbicides are are cancer-causing. But they've continuously sought to influence the scientific literature to prevent its internal concerns from reaching the public sphere. What does this sound like? Sounds like the tobacco industry. Mm-hmm. Sounds like uh, R.J. Reynolds and all the rest who knew and covered it up and lied about it. And uh, Monsanto could pay dearly for this. Uh, his case, Johnson's case filed in San Francisco, is at the forefront of a legal fight against Monsanto now. Some 4,000 plaintiffs have sued Monsanto, alleging exposure to Roundup caused them or their loved ones to develop... Uh, non-Hodgkin lymphoma. 
Another case is scheduled for trial in October in Monsanto's hometown of St. Louis, Missouri. Monsanto is accused of all sorts of evil. I mean, not just uh, carcinogenic herbicides, but uh, the seed manipulation, the GMOs, the... Uh, this is a company that allegedly does a lot of stuff to a lot of different things. They also supposedly championed falsified data and attacked legitimate studies that revealed the dangers of its herbicides and led a prolonged campaign of misinformation to convince government agencies, farmers, and consumers that Roundup was safe. Johnson's lawyer said, we look forward to exposing how Monsanto hid the risk of cancer and polluted the science. Monsanto does not want the truth about Roundup and cancer to become public. Mm. That's for sure. So check this out. You're talking about this Monsanto thing. And I'm like, is George Soros still? um, Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Okay. So I looked this up. Is George Soros still connected with Monsanto? Uh, This article is from February. Mm -hmm. Now, Here's the fact that I found, but wait till you hear the headline. The fact that I found is Soros continues to own $21 million worth of stock in Monsanto. And I thought, okay, so he'll be fighting this thing in court. Maybe that'll distract him from, you know, destroying countries while, while that's <laughs> going on. But here is the headline, and there's, there's news in this uh, story about this. George Soros makes massive financial investments on fossil fuels. Isn't that weird? Uh, yeah, isn't he a global yeah, warming guy? he just guy? says it doesn't undermine my uh, efforts to stop the climate change. I mean, this is fascinating. Wow. So anyhow, I just want to throw that out there. But yeah, he's still definitely heavily invested in Monsanto's to the tune of 21, what I say, billion, million, 21 million in stock. Yeah, yeah. 21. If it was 21 billion, yeah, that would it. be well, I mean, the guy somewhat significant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to, I mean, 21 million is a lot of money. Right. But to George Soros, it's like, I don't know. $15 to you and me. Hmm. How it's much a, do you think those lawyers he pays make an hour? 1000 bucks an hour, probably. Hmm. 500 to to 1000 bucks an hour, I would imagine. Um, it's interesting the things Monsanto is uh, accused of. In uh, 1901, the company is founded by John Francis Queenie, a member of the Knights of Malta. Hello. <laughs> okay. I mean, Knights of fill in the blank, and and we got ourselves a conspiracy. You have a conspiracy. Step one. Okay. A 30-year pharmaceutical veteran married to Olga Mendez Monsanto, Hmm. uh, for which the company's named. Company's first product is chemical saccharin sold to Coke. Saccharin, step two. How many people did saccharin kill? Okay. Yeah, I I think Stu would say nobody. Zero. Okay. It just tastes like crap. I mean, that's why I hate it. But didn't they take saccharin off, yeah, off yeah. the market? It, wasn't it saccharin? The, I think was, so. Uh, ending uh, <clears throat> yeah. pregnancies early or something? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, uh, the government, they said even then the government knew saccharin was poisonous and sued to stop its manufacture but lost in court. Wow. First, wow. Produced, first produced in 1879. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Saccharin was in 1879? Yeah. Okay, in the 1920s, Monsanto expanded into industrial chemicals and drugs, becoming the world's largest maker of aspirin, uh, acetosilic acid, toxic, of course. This is also the time when things began to go horribly wrong for the planet in a hurry with the introduction of PCBs. Here we go. Okay. 1930s, they created their first hybrid seed 
and expanded into detergents, soaps, industrial cleaning products, synthetic rubbers, and plastics, all toxic. 1940s, they begin research on uranium to be used for the Manhattan Project's first atomic bomb, which would later be dropped. Uh, Of course, in Japan, killing hundreds of thousands. Well, like, that's a bad thing. It saved a lot of people. Uh, The company continued unabated killing spree by creating pesticides for agriculture uh, containing deadly dioxin, which poisons food and water supplies. It was later discovered Monsanto failed to disclose that dioxin was used in a wide range of their products. 1950s, closely aligned with the Walt Disney Company. Monsanto created several attractions at Disney's Tomorrowland, espousing the glories of chemicals and plastics. Their house of the future was constructed entirely of toxic plastic and is not biodegradable, as they asserted. Mm-hmm. 1960s, Monsanto, with chemical partner in crime, Dow, produced dioxin-laced Agent Orange. Wow, that was Monsanto, too? Monsanto and Dow, I guess. Um, so these are all, some of the, not all, but some of the evils of the Monsanto company. Monsanto partner in the 1970s, G.D. Searle, produced uh, numerous internal studies which claimed aspartame to be safe. There's another one. Hello. So you already got saccharin, now aspartame? I mean, we're good. We got ourselves a conspiracy now. And of course, aspartame causes tumors and massive holes in the brains of rats before it kills them. Now, in what quantities? Oh, that's what I need in my I attic. don't know. I need that in my Aspartame. Attic. Aspartame traps. Kill rats. Of course, you need a lot of aspartame. I Whatever think. it takes, man. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like 10,000 times the normal dosage of aspartame, if I'm not mistaken. I will use aspartame <laughs> as an uh, insulation in my attic, if that's what it takes to keep the rats out. Okay? I don't care. I just don't care. In the 1980s, amid indisputable research that revealed the toxic effects of aspartame, and as then FDA Commissioner Jerry Goyen was about to sign a petition into law keeping it off the market. Oh, boy. What ha- Donald what ha- Rumsfeld called Ronald Reagan for a favor <gasps> the day after he took office. No. Reagan fired the uncooperative Goyen and appointed Dr. Arthur Hayes Hull See? instead to head the FDA, who then quickly tipped the scales in Searle's favor mm-hmm. and... Nutrasweet is approved for human Nutrasweet. consumption. That's what it was. Nutrasweet. That's what it was. Saccharin. Aspartame. Nutrasweet. The Knights of Malta. These people uh, are just slaughtering us with their synthetic sweeteners. Wow. Uh, and then, I mean, need I go on? In the 1990s, Monsanto spend, spent millions of dollars defeating state and federal legislation that disallowed the corporation from continuing to dump dioxins, pesticides, and other cancer-causing poisons into drinking water. They wanted to dump this stuff into your drinking water. They desperately wanted to. What turned the frogs gay? Uh, probably aspartame. Right there. Or the dioxins. Right there. Uh, or the pesticides. There's a lot of different things they wanted to dump into the drinking water. Why would Monsanto want to dump? No, we were were going to sue to keep dumping it into the drinking water. We really want to do that. Strange. 
1994, the FDA once again criminally approved Monsanto's latest monstrosity. Criminally. You know what that is? The synthetic bovine growth hormone, uh, RBGH, produced from a genetically modified E. coli bacteria. Despite obvious outrage from the scientific community of the dangers, of course, Monsanto claimed that diseased pus milk full of antibiotics and hormones is not only safe, but actually good for you. Diseased pus milk. That's my new band name. <laughs> now that's a great band name. Come on. That I don't care who you are. That's a great band name. Band name. <laughs> diseased pus milk. That's that's well, that's strong. Well, the hip kids, when they're not saying, what does your grandma say? Right. Stay. Exactly. They're saying DPM. <laughs> yo, yo, you going to the DPM show tonight. All right. Uh, did you know that purchasing the pink variety of bomb shot lip balm actually helps un- uninsured women fight breast cancer. Wayne, who founded Lip Balm, Bomb Shot Lip Balm, has survived lip cancer, as we've, we've told you about, and his wife survived breast cancer. So they feel pretty strongly that they should do something to help out. And that's why the proceeds from the sales of the Pure Pink and Pink Camo varieties of Bomb Shot Lip Balm help to pay for the mammograms and breast cancer screenings for women that don't have health insurance. Really really uh, a great endeavor for them. So not only are you buying a great lip balm that comes in this really cool tube that looks like a shotgun shell, but the sales also help uninsured women pay for mammograms and breast cancer screenings. And just for listeners of the show, we have a special offer for you. Go to lip, go to bombshot.com, use the promo code PAT, and when you order a two-pack, you get an extra one for free. If you order a four-pack, you get an extra one for free. Order the six-pack, get an extra one for free. All shipping is free to U.S. customers. It's a great American-made comp- uh, product and company helping women fight breast cancer. What more What more can you ask for? It's bombshot.com, promo code PAT, to get an extra tube for free. Bombshot.com, B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com, bombshot.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Hello. Do we know if Stu is still alive? Well, he's out right now. Didn't he? Is he sick? At one point, drink Roundup just to prove a point. Oh. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. Yep. His point was uh, during that show, by the way, the Roundup is completely safe, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish he was here today because well, I'd love to talk to him. Well, about something the happened to him, thing. obviously, from yeah, the obviously, Roundup. Obviously. It was slow acting, but it acted. Mm-hmm. And uh, now he's paying the price. A lot of people on Twitter are, are pointing that out. That um, Yeah, he's not check here. Check on Stu. He's not here. He so. drank the Roundup. Must mean something. Jeffy, I'll check on him because Jeffy really cares about Stu. <laughs> yeah. And loves him. That's true. So he'll... Yeah, he'll get right on that, I'm sure. Of course, I'm actually the one that's top of uh, Jeffy's... Crap list now because right the the milkshake incident. I guess he was supposed to get some milkshake or something. I don't but know. he went out smoking, and so because he was outside smoking, he missed uh, out. He missed out. I mean, you go out and smoke your sorry. cancer stick. Yeah, or come in here and drink your milkshake. You made your choice. 
Now lay in it or whatever. Put that in your pipe. I think that's what you meant. Hashtag put that well, in your pipe. Well, he did smoke it. That's the thing. That's they got true. him into trouble, okay. which is why he didn't get the milkshake. And by the way, cancer does come from cigarettes. We know that. Wow, we are bringing this home. That's right. That's right. You're a professional. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I knew there was a reason I didn't use Spotify. Uh, Spotify is now turning to far left groups to clamp down on hate content. Are you? (laughs) (laughs) I knew it was a good thing that I didn't use Spotify and I'm not going to. They're not even pretending to have any objectivity here. They've listed six leftist groups and one moderate group among its partners for identifying their hate content. We do not tolerate hate content on Spotify, they announced on Thursday. Shut up. They defined hate content as content that expressly and principally promotes, promotes, advocates, or incites hatred or violence against a group or individual based on characteristics including race, religion, gender identity, sex, ethnicity, nationality, sexual orientation, veteran status, or disability. Something about race in there? So yeah, we're gonna ban um, Lamar Kendrick mm-hmm. songs that use the N word excessively. Oh, you know they will. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. I'll be looking for that uh, PR uh-huh. release coming out any minute now. Yep. Okay. Just waiting for the fax machine. So this is going to be interesting to see uh, what is banned. And okay, here's the groups. Oh, this is unbelievable. That are identifying the hate content for them. Oh. Right up top. Number one, front and center, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the most radical left-wing group probably in America. Those are the jerks that called David Barton a terrorist. Exactly. I think he's still listed as a terrorist. The Anti-Defamation League, Color of Change, Van Jones Group that he started, showing up for racial justice, which you know is a socialist group. Glad. Muslim advocates and the international network against cyber hate. <laughs> wow, is that horrific? Wait, which one of those is supposed to be the moderate group? Uh, the ADL. ADL. The ADL okay. is supposed to be moderate. Please. Uh, that's unbelievable. Black Lives uh, Color of Change partnered with Black Lives Matter. They tried to uh, boycott Bill O'Reilly, Glenn, Trump's inauguration. Surge is dedicated to fighting white supremacy, removing Confederate statues, and supporting the anti-Trump resistance. This is just leftist garbage from Spotify. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.